Yes, yes, y'all. Freak, freak, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. What what is freak, freak, y'all? Mean? <laughs> oh, that just means girls is grinding on niggas. That's all. It's a common I used to love her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> baby D. Yes. Welcome back, baby D. Thank you. We missed you. I definitely lean when the beat dropped. You Mace called what? that one. You said what? I leaned when the beat dropped. Did you? Yeah. Huh, welcome to another episode of the the new Rory and Mall. That's Rory. Hey. Oh yeah, I forgot we have to do intros now. Hey, I'm Rory. And in context, I co-host the show. Oh, you have to give context. Yes. Um, hello, I am all. And um, along with that context, I am the co-host of the new Rory and Mall. Uh, Got to welcome back Baby D. She's here. Baby hello, D everyone. is back. How you feeling, Baby D? Um, I got a nice tan. I'm, I'm feeling real. You're real looking tannish. Do say straight. You know what I mean? I got to call Do you. Do say straight. I got to call you D Santana all day. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm rolling. Are the you toes rolling? still sandy? No. I would. You, shook, you shook the sneakers out before you came in? Yeah, definitely. Sand all in your feet? Mm. Mm-hmm. You had your butt in the sand. I know you had your butt in the sand. I did not have my butt in the sand. But I, I did ha- I did have my toes in this. I went to the beach. Um, I would hope so. And nothing but a robe. And they, I got fucked up because of it. I have bug bites everywhere. You went to the beach in just your robe? Yeah. So how, how was the sandals resort? Wait, hold on. So this was like, <laughs> Boy, you went to hedonism? You. It was a naked, naked Yo, beach? Yeah, it was not a naked beach. But it was late night and I wanted to walk down to the beach. I was on the phone. So I just had my robe on. I mean, she treats an airplane like a nude beach. So I, it wouldn't. Yeah. Shock me that the regular Jamaica beach, she wouldn't be You know that people are really running with that. They're like, wow, Damaris flies Air Jamaica. Air Jamaica has been out of business for like mad long. For real? Yeah. Well, you I didn't see, know I didn't that know. business. So. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know Air Jamaica was not no longer a thing. Yeah. So did you fly first class? Because I did see on your close friends that you had, you posted the stereotypical uh, little like end table with the drink on it. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Handle my business, so I'm in business class shit. Like, yeah, no, I know. Handle my if business. I post something in close friends, why do you think that I would want it in front of our thousands and thousands? Oh, I don't think you want it. I'm just, I just ignore that. And hey. that's what happens. Base, stop chewing on the equipment <laughs> that's really expensive. I'm sorry, but did you guys hear Maul's <laughs> A? Yeah, and it just <laughs> clapped. You distract him. You're closest to base. Can you Yo, grab her, base. please? Yes, I will grab her. Um, so Damaris posted that. And we still have no idea who she went on this vacation with. Mm. But she appeared to be in the solo first class seat, which makes me think whatever people she did go with, she put their ass in, in economy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you know how that is, man. You got to let the peasants go where the peasants go. Mm-hmm. You know and you got to board first, make eye contact Absolutely. with them. You got to look at all the peasantries, walk down the peasant aisle and go to their peasant cages. We all flew from different... <laughs> Um, no, 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 no. Airport. They only, they only had you, you flew classes. out of JFK, yeah, yeah. made them fly out of Philly. <laughs> they, had to, they had to take the bus down and down to the Philly airport. <laughs> they had to take the Chinese bus to Philly. Yeah, yeah. they flew out of AC. Oh my God, that's nasty. But I'm, I'm glad you're back. Thank Hopefully, you. you had a good time. Did you miss me? Of course. I always miss you, Damaris. You know that. Oh I tell you all the time. I'm so excited to see you every time I see you. She doesn't seem very excited. I love when niggas lie to me. No, I'm being honest. What do you mean? I, I did, we did miss, miss you. you. We told, we said it on air. So we missed Damaris. Can't wait till she's back. She's having fun in the sun while we're here in the cold. Even though today is hot nice. as shit. Today's 80, 80 degrees in it's New York City. It's very hot. It, don't worry. It'd be 57 tomorrow. Don't even worry about it. I did appreciate Ed and uh, trying to like 
do the double role thing. He tried to get his best American. Eden got his job. Eden did a great job. I liked it, man. Did a great yeah, job. Eden is very. I watched the way he maneuvered and he handled the duress. Yeah, and he did a great job. Sent, man. Sent, Thank you, uh, Eden. Topics, terrible topics via text. I appreciate oh, all of it. Listen, Thanks. listen, Eden got it done, man. You are the MVP, Eden. Thank you very much for your <laughs> services, sir. Appreciate um, it. We're back after a couple days off. Rory, Ooh. how you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel good. I actually saw Damaris uh, before this, though. Her and I did our, our yeah, you had your, your live uh, shit on Patreon. What was it called? Uh, wine, wine, and, wine and dine. White, white wine and chill. Oh, white wine and chill. But there was an original. What was the original title that you guys sent? Like white white boys and wine or something? No, it was white. <laughs> all, it was it was a nasty, nasty title. White, white boys and wine Rory. just sounds like a nasty time. White wine with Rory was the original. That I just, that just sounds. That's weird a lot of white. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, it's white wine with Rory. Why don't you just Lack say of that? melanin beverage and Rory. Yeah, you can't have white wine and Rory. That's too white. There's too much white going on. Uh, but yeah, we, we caught up before, so I have seen her. How was it? How was the white wine? You didn't watch it? That's well, no, I was- This It was yesterday, right? Or was it- It was Tuesday. Two days ago. It was on Tuesday. Tuesday I was doing something Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, absolutely mm. nothing. What did you guys make? I was doing something Tuesday. Uh, Damaris and I made tacos. Wow. Nice little taco night. Okay. Got some good racist remarks about Eden behind his back off. You know, it was, you. It, was, it was good. Come on, Eden. Uh, I, you know, I was a little, I came in a little hot because everyone seemed to really love your cool weed Tuesdays smoke session with Maul. Yeah, I saw cool that. I didn't, know, I didn't know what that was, but I was dying laughing. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on over there, but all right, whatever. Because I came in like just on some humble intro shit of just like, oh, hey, you yeah, home. back and, and I was like, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed Smoke session with Maul at the Astor Club with yeah. the famous rappers and the yeah. cool cameos and getting the strands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought I was just being humble and complimenting my co-host. Then the, the comments just start ringing off of just how much better it was than my Taco Tuesday. Oh, uh, so you didn't show them the seasonings. Did you go to the seasoning cabinets? Well, I had, I had sure the camera. Surprising with that. I had the camera this time hooked up to the laptop so I could move around the house and kind of okay. show what we was doing. Yeah. But I mean, you know, then I I got my weed and put on my my upside down hat. Okay, so that's, that's <laughs> just that's like, this is what y'all want, huh? This is what y'all want. That shit was so funny. That shit was. I so didn't know funny. what, what the people on. wanted, man. Like, I don't know what this is, but whatever, bro. So y'all had a good time. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, we had a really good time. That's, that's, what's that's up, some good. Some I got I got to come by one of the white wine and chills. Yeah, we should get a little vegan tacos. Oh you yeah, get, ah. It's the same. It's the you, same you thing. You had me, then you lost me. Nah, because you could just get like some oyster mushrooms, fry those up. You know. Well, what I'm saying? I made um some guac and some pico from scratch, so you could have ate on. that with the yeah, chips. Come on, see there you go. Yeah. I, come on, I can, I can engage in Taco Tuesday. So maybe Tuesday it'll yeah, be yeah vegan Taco have the whole Tuesday. Team over. Yeah, man. Um, as long as they clean it up, clean what up the, the house. Yeah, I didn't realize just me and Damaris. Fucking destroyed oh, my house. We, so imagine, did, we did destroy the house. Imagine the whole team. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, it was one of those like food dishes everywhere. 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 Because we did That's make a, a lot of things though. from like, you know, we didn't just buy them. No, no, no. Y'all really yeah. cooked. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we cooked. Yeah, it was fucked up. And then we were like rushing to cook and on live and talking and getting drunk. So yeah. it was just, we were doing a lot. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't do much with my two days off. Just did some more stuff around the crib. Did some shopping. Um... I had to go to a funeral. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Lee, one of my favorite teachers growing up, uh, passed away last week. Um, so I went to pay my respects to his family uh, yesterday. So I had to do that. So prayers and condolences to the Broughton family. Rest in peace, Mr. Lee. For sure. Um, yeah, man, and that was it. Watch some playoff basketball, you know, just chill. I get it. That's get about it. it. Well, it was definitely a week to stay inside if you were in fucking New York City. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the weather was a little, a little uh, trippy, huh? I meant the, the danger. <laughs> Oh, it's yes. fucking crazy out yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
condolences. We starting off with a lot of condolences. Condolences to uh anybody that was affected by the subway shooting uh the other day in New York City. Uh, they did uh catch. Well, I can't even say they called him. He called the cops yeah, himself. He... I guess he was tired of you know hiding and conspiracy. Conspiracy. I mean, I don't think it was him. I, all right, I, I can we I... jump into conspiracy because no one passed, right? No, no, no one passed. No one passed. All right, so what? Number one, you're a terrible fucking shot. Yeah. Um, number two. Prayers for, to the healing of everyone that was injured. Mm-hmm. This shit, just, a lot of shit don't make sense to me. Don't make sense to me. I don't think it's real. It's a lot no of shit way. is just odd right now. I didn't know we were going here, but I'm glad, <laughs> like, because usually I'm the one that goes here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody be looking at me crazy, but I'm here with y'all though. Like, let's talk about it. Oh, I usually am with you on a lot of conspiracies, but I just try to give some other side of it. Like, no, that's not what CNN said. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so, so we, we do feel like this is a little shaky. Yeah. They found him via his keys that he dropped, and I'm saying that I'm hearing that the, the credit card purchases of a gas mask and things like that. It just a lot of it doesn't make sense down to the convenient YouTube clips of the exact rhetoric that's trying to be pushed with the climate right now. Of like the Asian hate crime, Asian hate crime, uh, the entire police force. Eric Adams coming in, like everything just feels a little too convenient Stay for we, what the fuck do, is going on. Right giving HBO about, Max show. How do we feel about Eric Adams so far? Um, and again, I don't, and this is kind of localizing shit, but I guess the mayor of New York still has some effect to the rest of the world. Um, well, not the rest of the world, but the people pay country, attention sure. to who the mayor of fucking New York City is. Absolutely, it just is what it is. Absolutely. I have mixed feelings with Eric Adams, which, which, by the way, I'm not mad at having mixed feelings about because. Well, just, these days, let, these days with politicians, it's either like, oh, he's the greatest, yeah. or we fucking hate his guts. And he just got in there, so we got to kind of give him some time to, right. you know, really do his thing. Uh, but we do, we can agree that he is a crime fighter. He's a, he's a former, cop. former cop. Once a cop, always a cop. You mm-hmm. know that. Um, and he did say how he was uh, upset that he was sick during this time, or else he would have uh, been out there looking for the guy himself. I believe is what he said. Something to the, to that. I get it. You're trying to be like a mayor of the people and you used to be a crime fighter. Like, you're the mayor. Just, just, just go over there. Just mayor. Yeah, go, go ahead and mayor. <laughs> just, just be a mayor. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely was a little shaky. You know, the, 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 and again, this is with no, you know, we're not trying to disrespect. They're going to take it that way, but let's Anybody just that it. was affected, harmed, no families. We don't want to do that. But right. you got to agree that this story is just a little fucking weird. And I think just with so much of the terrible feedback the city has gotten with how much money we're dumping in to putting police officers in the subway systems as is Mm -hmm. down to like, Hey, we have to stop people from hopping turnstiles. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's, there's 15 murders in Brooklyn last weekend. I don't really care about who's hopping the turnstile right now. Right. Um, So that definitely crossed my mind because now it's going to be police presence in every single fucking train stop you could think of right. mm-hmm. and where it happened was a little convenient to me as far as from the Asian hate side Sunset Park being a, a large Asian mm-hmm. population mm-hmm. Um, it also being a very non-popular train area as as far as like it's not a 42nd street it's not a 34th it's not even a Broadway junction it's, it's not a major hub where a bunch of different trains are going mm-hmm. and I think they've been wanting police presence and can't really find a real justification to put it in some of these smaller mm. stations. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah, had this happened in Times Square, Times Square is always going to look like fucking Baghdad oh, yeah, when always, some shit happens. It's always police in Times Square. We know that. I don't know. I, I 
I could it be completely can't... wrong and insensitive right now, and I, I'm not saying it was staged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying a lot of it's fucking weird and convenient the way a lot of these tragedies are. There's always the feels like there's it. a fucking perfect political shift when these yeah. things happen and at they happen at the right time. That's why I, to me, I, you know, again, I'm with you on that. I, when the news came out and, you know, again, it was breaking news. So you had to wait for more developments and more pieces of the story and things like that. And then when we started to get the story, it it just every it just seemed now again, it could be seem weird because this is a very random and you know just odd situation to for somebody to have a gas mask and to, to you know set off a gas grenade and and a cart a subway cart and start shooting random people. The story itself, even if it is true, it's a crazy fucking story. Insane, but it's just the timing of it and the you know the political shit behind it and everything like that makes you just have to raise an eyebrow like all right let me let me really look into this a little bit because yeah. this just seems a little off so again you know prayers to anybody that was affected and all of that we don't want to disrespect you know that part of the story but and 100 percent fully there is a, a terrible trend right now of attacking the asian community and mm-hmm. out speaking about um harming asians so i'm not taking away of that from that point of his right his <clears> video <throat> it's just like he hit this guy just happened to hit every last point that's currently happening yeah. in those videos in like such a timely manner. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh, every buzzword you could think of. Yeah, they got it all from his Facebook. He he was in like he was like active in terms of just like gunplay and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. they labeled him as like a black nationalist. So of course, person, oh yeah, you know? that definitely saw them. They yeah. were saying that he's a follower of Farrakhan and all this. I was like, all right, I see yeah. where a lot of this is going right now. It feels <laughs> odd, and just the sheer science of that gentleman getting away. That because, was the part to me that was a little crazy. Because we've seen people that are like ex-military fucking trained, know what they're doing, in shape, can run, know the city, yeah. that are caught. This dude is not in shape at all. Like He, he looks a little, well, obviously he's, he's off. I just don't see him being able to get away from that in that moment. Like he's not athletic. He's not, you can't miss him if he's no. running. You're going to see him. You know, and if he just shot a cart full of people, I'm pretty sure people right. on the platform are like, that's the guy right there. Like they pictured him as a uh well, a lot of people online had had painted him as a five foot five, like 180. Yeah, I remember that that was the early. And now he's like kind of a six two, whole different thing. Six two, almost three hundred. The internet pounds. just kind of goes too fast on trying to find the person and then they almost label the wrong person. Yeah, that and that happens often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, here I am. I could have been walking around the subway around that time. They snatched my black ass up. Fam, I haven't even been on the train. Right. Like, I haven't rode, rid, rode the subways in at least two years. Mm. Right? So I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. But yeah, that whole story was a little weird. Um, So I think that, you know, I'm with you on just... Raising an eyebrow. Just having, that's all. some questions I have. That's all. I don't know. I'm, I'm from New York. It's not easy to get out of a subway if you just shot a bunch of people. Like, it's that's just not easy. Like, somebody... That's on the that that platform would have followed that dude outside of the subway, even if he was running to get away. Somebody would have chased him and been like, yo, this is the dude that just shot a whole bunch of people in the subway. Like, and also, like that, all those stations off the N and the R from fucking Bay Bridge up through Sunset Park, it's a lot of steps. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not one of those where it's like where the A train, like you just hit down right there and you're on the first yeah. platform. That shit is. Yeah. Is low. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get up out of it. <laughs> or it's super high, depending right. on which where you at. It's always fucking crazy steps on that specific part of the N and the R. That's why I also didn't make some like you had to get through all them steps and out on the sidewalk, and he ended up in the East Village. Yeah, and then all the trains was stopped too. I mean, granted, I'm not saying he can't drive or anything, mm-hmm. but 
it was just a lot of activity that I myself, who's sort of in shape, was getting winded thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely would thought like a, an ex Navy SEAL did this. I was waiting for them to just arrest a guy that was super in shape. Yeah, like yeah. smoke bomb and then throw shots. I mean, obviously there was a an intent. Overall. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just it's just really weird. But um, New York City is starting to feel a lot like Gotham City. It's getting there. Like I, you know, I thought this, this, that, that just thinking about that scene reminds me of like some shit we would see in, in a Batman movie for sure. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, you know, just be safe in New York City, man, or any any city that you're in, obviously. But um, and maybe we owe uh Jussie an apology. Yeah, cameras didn't work. That's true. That's right. <laughs> that, that is maybe. true. That that that's true. never know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, besides that, um, let's well, recap. You want to recap the? Uh, I mean, I want to stay if we want to stay on gun violence for a second. Okay. When are y'all gonna leave the baby alone? <sighs> what hasn't he shown in every scenario Has that the baby... the baby may conquer in any situation? Did he have to shoot somebody else? Somebody, I don't know if he did it. The details are still coming out, but someone tried to break into his property or his home last night and was shot. Baby was minding his business. Someone tried to break in. Was, I, he, was he home? Mm-hmm, he was home. Okay. I don't know if he was the one that did it, his friend, security, whatever. Okay. But I just don't, at this point, I've seen a handful LA? of scenarios. I don't know where the baby, where the baby lives. Hmm. Um, handful of scenarios where hand-to-hand combat or- uh, Dude, Can we find out where-, where so, he, Or yeah, weapons it, were involved and the baby has turned out to be in the victor in those situations. So in his Iredell residence uh, in North Carolina, a person was shot at oh. the baby's residence around 8 p.m. Wednesday. Uh, and uh, they got injured by a single gunshot wound, but it wasn't anything life-threatening. Okay, so this gentleman will live. Um, they probably beat the shit out of him. Just like at this point, you don't just don't want to leave that gentleman alone? Yeah, I don't... I, you know, breaking and entering to me has always been, in a weird way, I've always been f- not fascinated because I don't have any desire to do it, but it's <clears> just <throat> always just the mindset that somebody has to be into take that risk of going in someone's house. You don't know what's waiting for you behind that door. Oh, yeah. And that person knows their house. Right. Right. Like and that, <laughs> it's so a just, dangerous fucking thing. Just the mindset where that person has to be as far as in their life des- desperation and feeling like that's their last resort of trying to, you know, get whatever they can to make money and and feed themselves or their family like that's a very scary thing to just run into somebody's house and you don't know what to expect. Like and- I just don't understand how people get to that point. And I feel like outside of jewelry, which of course is expensive, but that's really the only thing at this point you'll get out of a, a breaking entry. Yeah. Like you'll get a chain. Yeah. Is that worth it? I could, <laughs> and I can promise you someone like the baby or any of these, any of these other celebrities, they don't just have cash that's, out in the house. That's what right? I'm saying. They have cash in the house. It's in a safe. You're not going to get it open. Um, you might get some jewelry. Maybe some, if they're into that type of thing, art yeah. and things like but that. Even that, how it, if you're solely doing a B&E, like you're going to carry out a painting? Right. Like, I, right. It's, like it, I'm just thinking chain's the only thing you could probably stuff in your bag. Yeah, you're not going to get the cash. jewelry and some whatever, if they have some type of petty cash, maybe a thousand dollars, a couple thousand dollars just laying around the house. But just that that desperation and that, you know, getting to that point where you're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going. It's just, that's scary. Like, I don't understand how people- By yourself, too. Play that game. Yeah, that game is, I, I don't, that's a that's a very risky game. But um, again, I'm glad that, you know, the baby is, uh, what is he now? 
three and zero. No, I three and zero. Think the baby is. If you add in some of the fans, oh, it's about Yo. seven and zero. Yo. Yeah, they've tried him a lot. Sorry. Yeah, see the, the the baby. Uh, he the, listen. I early on, I, I I thought the baby was a star. You know, what I mean, and I liked the way he his demeanor and things like that. He's had some. He's been in the. He's made some mistakes in the, in, the, in the last few years, but um, the baby, I don't know if you noticed, but they're clearly trying to cancel you. Anything that you do, they're going to try to get you out of here. I saw something where, you know, he was playing with his fans and he's always been that type. If he sees some of his female fans out while he's out, uh, he takes pictures with them, gives them hugs, jump. He jumped on one girl, like, like she, she was a bigger girl and mm. he jumped on and like, she held him up like yeah. a baby. Like, you know, he does the baby. because he's, because he's the baby. So, um, Something came out recently where I think they were saying that he was trying to kiss one of his female followers and uh, female fans, and she kind of like moved out the way. I don't think he was really going to kiss her. I think he mm. was just joking around with her. And they were trying to cancel him for that, saying that he was too aggressive and he was trying to kiss her in the mouth and this, that, and third. And they were okay. calling, calling to cancel the I baby another time. C- clearly, they just want to cancel the baby. Like, mm. that's clear. That's, you know, it is what it is. So, the baby, you're going to have to just start. I know you love your, your female fans and you like to have fun with them, but uh, it's people out here that are really, really trying to get you, bro. They're really trying to cancel you and get you the fuck out of here. I don't want to see it happen. But um, just be careful, man. You might have to just keep it, you know, hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Thank you. Love you. And just keep it moving because they're going to try to cancel you any, any chance they get. Yeah, I mean, he should just... I would just stop paying attention to what his fans do uh, in their free time, because that seems that's well, that's, what, that's what gets him in trouble. It's not his fans trying to cancel him. Him commenting on what people are doing in their free time. Yeah, his 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 fans <laughs> are not trying to cancel him. It's you know it's the people that want to see him cancel trying to cancel him. But uh, yeah, man, I'm glad he's safe. I'm glad his you know his his friends and his family is safe. Um, and to whoever broke into his house, uh. I hope that hot wing settled you down and and, and hot touched. Wing. <laughs> yeah, but you got sometimes you got to put a hot wing in the nigga, sit him down, you know, let him know, like, listen, don't do that again. You Did you think what? this through, sir? Yeah, like just you know, sit up in the hospital. You got one in your ass. I just, think I just about feel it. like that wouldn't be. I'm sure the baby lives in a, a very affluent community. Absolutely. Just feel like his, maybe his house. I would skip on my little B and E shit. Well, maybe what if he? What if the person didn't know? Imagine, oh, it was an ill house. He probably I just bet. saw a car in the, in, the, in the driveway. You know, break into this one. And then, like, oh. oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, it's the baby. It's the oh, baby shit. <laughs> Fan, listen, I don't suck no dick in no parking lot. I didn't know this was your house. I'm so sorry. I have all your albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still put one in him, though. As he should. Off the strength, man. Get out, my, get out of my fucking house. Let him know. I ain't going to kill you, but I'm going to shoot you, nigga. Uh, but that, that was the two things that I saw. On the way here, I was just like, man, I just wish they would leave him the fuck alone. Fans, you cannot climb the house of a celebrity just because you want to say hello. Especially one that has murdered someone in Walmart. Yeah. Like, just probably Stay not, the, not the person yeah, no, that I want to do that with. Just tweet him, DM him, whatever you got to do. Stay off their property. Tweet and him, the DM amount him. of issues he has just with parking driveways and what people are doing. Just I would just stay out of his. Right. That's really all. Right. I would get at. Uh, but what else? Did anything else happen? <laughs> In the I mean, news, you guys along with, with gun violence, uh, uh, yesterday on Twitter, there's a, a whole spiel going on of a new release or a leaked release. Oh, of the uh, the leak. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jack Harlow and Drake leak. Oh yes, the Jack Harlow and Drake leak. I uh, like it. Obviously, they spent some time. They were in Turks a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A couple pictures went viral. A couple videos went viral of Jack Harlow and Drake in uh, Turks. 
Um, and obviously this is some this was a song that I guess they recorded during their time down in Turks. When they were just donating money and working on music. That's all they were doing That's in Turks. That's all they were doing in Turks. They just wanted to catch a tan and shoot the shit. Um, so we got a leak last night. Um, do we have it, Rory? I have it. Um, Can we play it in context? This, well, it's not out yet. So, so are we being assholes in that regard? I mean, it did leak. Maybe, it did leak. Maybe. That shit is all over the internet. You don't be that asshole. Well, leaks, I mean, bro. listen, guys. We were trying to get our Jack Harlow interview. I didn't. I done seen yeah, some Instagram models with the lyrics as pick captions already. Well, like, that's because yeah. Jack and Drake sent that to them directly. That's okay. Yeah, those were some of <laughs> It wasn't the, leaked. Some of the uh, locals that were in uh, terms uh, with them. The yeah. muse, if you will. Yeah, yeah. What inspired that, that, the record. Exactly. Mm. Or maybe they were there and engineered it. Right. You never know. Oh. It's Turks. I, um... So yeah, I, I I heard it last night, listened to it a few times, um, and I I love I like Jack Harlow. I, think I really like super, Jack. Man. I think he's super talented. Uh, I I would have a issue with Drake though if I was Jack Harlow today. Why is that? Well, because if if this song leaked mm -hmm. as it stands right now, I don't think Jack Harlow wanted that to leak with his his verse. You think he was working on going back and changing his verse? I'm thinking he was gonna go change his verse, add to it, uh, you know, because Drake just, you know, first of all, it's unfair to rap on a beat like that with Drake. Those open beats that's looped and just where Drake can just have random moments of thoughts and just keep going back in and <laughs> laying like yeah. five bars, you're gonna lose, bro. You can't, you can't get on the track with Drake like that. You're gonna lose. That's what he does. That's his fadeaway on the baseline. Like he, he's not gonna miss. But do you do that purposely? Because I feel like Ross does that for Drake, where Ross is like, I'm going to get smoked on this, but, but I'm, I'm going to get an amazing yeah, Drake it. verse that everyone's going to love, and it yeah, is my record, I and it. I should want that. I get it. I get it. I understand. But you still got to want to put... If I'm Jack, I got I to gotta want to put some more on that, though. Yeah. I have to. Like, after hearing that, you have to be like, nah, I can't, I can't just leave my shit. Oh, I mean, if, if anything, since it leaked... I kind of have to leave my first verse because you guys heard it already. Then I look crazy. But it's at what four minutes now? Mm -hmm. There might be a little guitar break, and I'm coming back in for another sixty. Yeah, I got. That's what I'm saying. I got. I'm I gotta doing get this. Is gonna be a seven Jack minutes Harlow, off. If I'm Jack Harlow, I got to get some more shit off on that. Because Drake was just he was just talking that you know. I don't care who he was talking to. I'm seeing the internet trying to decipher everything and break it down. What? What? Are they, who did the internet say he was? Well, discussing? he mentioned a Daytona watch. He mentioned you know, oh, brother. Listen, I wasn't. I didn't think like Sometimes that. Sometimes I, I could just, just no. It could be, but it's it's not. It's I not that big is. of a deal. I, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it is. But you know, I, you know how it is. The internet is going to do what they do, and they're going to turn something nothing into something. So they they did what they did. I didn't listen to it like that. I didn't think that Drake was talking to anybody in particular. I thought he was just talking his shit and letting everybody know, hey guys, I still have more money than you. Uh, I'm still like rapping better than you, and like I still sell more albums than you. I still stream more than all of y'all. Um. I'm still that guy. I'm I can. Just, I'm just like gambling off my laptop right now, playing roulette. But I'll get back to y'all in a minute. Between this verse and Certified Lover Boy, I just think Drake is fed up with us. Well, like, like, what you mean, like the just, peasants? Just like us, like poor like people, just the world. Oh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. and I'm not sure how we can make him feel any better. I do know that he's very rich and successful, and. I do love his music. He just like gets on the record and I feel like he's disgusted with me. Like, how do you not realize how rich I am now? No, it's, it's not <laughs> that. And, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. No, no, no. I get it. But it's that. And also, cause he has a line where he says, my music, I'm so rich. My music's not even relatable. relatable. Yeah. 
But that's what I felt. You know how rich that is? To where the shit you saying, you can't even relate to it no more? And listen, I'm a... I'm a as, it's like you said it, bro. Like how you don't relate to what you just said. And everyone thinks I'm not a Drake fan. I'm a huge Drake fan. I found that line super interesting because of what he said around. I think it was on the ride. Maybe we take care. Mm-hmm. On the ride. Whatever he said of saying that he's living in this fantasy world, just trying to keep you a part of the story. Because he's like, I'm just now in this part of my career. Mm-hmm. Don't live like the average person at all. Right. And why people loved me so much in the beginning was because I was such a relatable fucking person. Mm-hmm. I went through the same shit that y'all, an average person would go through mm-hmm. with life, relationships, all that. Mm-hmm. So when he said that bar around the take care time, yeah, it's, it's changed drastically as far well, as- Life has changed. And that's where I think people took my CLB critique as like a really negative thing when it was more just a, an observation. I felt how fed up Drake was in trying to make that album not what his actual life was about. Because mm-hmm. his actual life is what the fuck he's rapping about on this Jack Harlow shit. And it's like, nothing about this is relatable. He's trying to what human being besides fucking the A-list artists or the tech companies can really, really go with what I'm saying right here? Yeah, I mean, but we like it though. Because mm-hmm. we like, that's what we like about Drake. We like the braggadocious, shit talking, slick talking. Uh, we like that, that. We like that Drake because Drake is... For what we know, a nice guy. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't come across like an asshole or a jerk. So when he brags and talks his shit, you can appreciate it because you're like, oh, here's the guy that's so nice, and somebody's letting you know, like, fam, I'm, I got more money than all y'all. Shut up. But does does it not feel like a a kind of annoyed braggadocious on this verse and on CLB as well? But I think that was purpose on purpose, though. I don't think that was by accident. I think he oh, purposely is like, I agree. I yeah, think that's like, his actual feelings. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But that's why I like it because it's his actual feelings. He's like. Dog, I'm rich. Like, I don't even know what to tell y'all anymore. Like, I can't even... Because if I start talking about what I'm doing, y'all can't relate to it. So y'all not going to fuck with it. And, like, it's not the 5 a.m. in Toronto braggadocious shit. And, like, it's not even really a debate anymore. This might be the clearest uh, unanimous decision of who is the richest, most popular, biggest artist in rap history. Mm -hmm. So as there's really no incentive for a lot of that like braggadocious talk at this point because mm-hmm. there isn't really a competition <laughs> yeah. like even when five in toronto came out there was still a comp he still had some shit to prove at that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. this yeah this braggadocious shit just feels like i'm kind of sick of this entire thing and it's not like anyone could debate me on what i'm saying there's no comp in the regards of success and accolades and numbers right now mm-hmm. so like I, what what do I rap about? This definitely feels like <laughs> another installation. Uh, one of his, I call it the timestamp verses. It's up there, yeah. The five a.m. in mm. Toronto's, the six p.m.s in New York City, the yeah. twelve forty-five in Calabasas. I'm, these timestamps are all wrong, but I'm just whatever. Like I feel like this is another one of those. It's right on on brand with those. The the sound, the feel, which is why I'm looking at Jack. Like you might have should have stayed away from the timestamps. Like you can't jump on one of Drake timestamp records. Like you yeah. can't do it. What? But I like Jack. I like him a lot. I think he's super dope. His uh, what's that record he put out? I like the one uh, first class shit. First class, not that one. The one with, right before that. Uh, the nails, nail shit. What's uh, the name of that one? Nail that. tech. Nail tech. Nail tech. That's I, the other f- I love nail tech. I think both his singles are, are like great. he was getting his shit off on nail tech. I like nail tech a lot. I really like first class. I'm in the G. We in the L A M. You going? <laughs> No, no, keep going. No. <laughs> I was going to Shazam it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see what came up. You guys know my throat uh, is messed up. Go to hell. Jack, Jack is a... Uh, 
Jack is interesting. I don't think we've ever seen this in rap. And I don't know if I should be the one to say it. I mean. Because of my face. But uh, we've never seen a white rapper like this before. Like Jack Harlow? And what do you mean? As far as... All right, M was a fucking superstar in a very pop world. M, like, I guess for the time, yes, he, he was uh, popular as far as, like, how he dressed, how he moved, who he's moving with. Like, we've never seen that from a white rapper. Mm, like, okay. where they didn't feel out of place in how they're moving in modern hip-hop. Mm. Okay. M just kind of was just the bar. He was just way the fuck up here. Kind of mm. what I'm saying with Drake and it's no contest. Like M was his own. He was on like the other side of music at that point. You're saying like Jack kind of, he more fits in. He's not. He, and I don't mean that in a bad way because right, he's right, still coming up. Yeah. But he feels very natural with what is popular because we've had great white rappers before mm-hmm. that have been super popular, but they still kind of moved outside of, anytime they were taken seriously, they, like they, they were outside of, of the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like Mac Miller, rest in peace to some yeah. degree. Mac was huge, mm-hmm. but Mac did kind of move outside of the mainstream shit. Right? Mm-hmm. And that usually when it comes to white rappers is the only way they're accepted because it either feels super ingenuine or like a mockery, like a riffraff. Mm-hmm. Or you're like Mac and you're just a really genuine artist and you kind of move outside the lines because the mainstream shit isn't yours. Jack is just like any other young trying to be A-list rapper and it doesn't feel weird. I just don't think we've ever seen this. And I don't know if I'm explaying this well. No, I get it. My face is just going to make it look worse. Like yeah. I'm trying to big up, like, let's get more whites in here. No, I'm yeah. not saying that. Well, that's why um, this is perfect what we do because I'm great to start some white on white crime. Got a question for you. Jack Harlow or g Easy? Hmm. Uh. Jeezy keeps a hit, but I'm I'm gonna lean on potential here because I think, and I'd say Jeezy can't really rap, but Jack I think is going more in the I'm gonna be an album artist. I'll keep a hit, but I'm gonna make albums, mm-hmm. and I'm here for a long time. I'm not just waiting to get my next hit or hoping to get the big feature on my next hit to keep me afloat. I think there's more longevity. And what Jack is doing, I think Jack is playing the long game because he's been around for a minute. It's not like yeah. he's, he just popped up. Mm-hmm. Like this, he's worked very hard to I get like- to this point to be set up as the next guy. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he would say, and I would say, and a lot of people would say, yeah, a lot has to do with him being white. He gets some more leverage in that regard. And he's a white person that doesn't feel super awkward in the space. Mm-hmm. It does feel like he gives a fuck and it doesn't come across like I'm just doing this to get some bread mm-hmm. and I'm trying to make some gimmick shit. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I'd have to lean with Jack on that. I like Jack Harlow. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a better rapper than G-Eazy. I think so, too. Um, he, he's still, you know, G-Eazy got some records, though. He's got hits. Yeah, he got, he got some records. Uh, I, just, I just like the, I like what Jack Harlow is doing, though. Like, I like what I'm seeing from him. I like what I'm hearing from him. Like, he's moving right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, kinda like, I like where his, his career is is looking. Mm-hmm. I like I like the way it's looking. This this record with Drake though, I think he, I think he should have been like, yo, listen, we're gonna just say that verse verse for like something else. We're gonna do something else. We're yeah, gonna come yeah. back to that. <laughs> but um, I am nervous for him doing this fucking uh, white man can't jump reboot though. I just I'm I'm just not into reboots. So 
Oh, and I just that I, there's a lot of pressure. And I feel like white man can't just like, do we need the other one's a classic? I don't know if we need to do this. Yeah, I don't. Is white man jump can't jump a classic? Is white man can't jump a classic? Of course, I was it's a asking. Classic. I wasn't Absolutely. saying it wasn't. Absolutely. Instant classic. As soon as I saw that movie when I was a kid, I went to the park. That's see, that's the that's how you know when a movie's a classic. Mm. Like you watch a movie and it's like a basketball movie or like a fight movie or something like that, like Rocky. When Rocky came out, you know what I'm saying? Everyone if you ain't go outside and try out. to yeah, if you ain't go outside and try to fight niggas, you it wasn't a classic. White Man Can't Jump, definitely a classic. Woody and it's the 30th anniversary too. Uh so shout out to Woody Harrison, Wesley Snipes, Rosie Perez on a on a classic movie. Um but yeah, Jack should have definitely Brink, deleted that verse. Disney, Disney Channel, Brink movie. The you guys, you guys definitely tried to put on roller skates after that. You're too old. What was it you called? Know. Brink. It, it was on Disney Channel yeah. when I was a, a kid. Kid. They're and rollerblading. They. It was Disney Channel originally. What after they your doing time, rollerblades. Just they like, was like they was like doing the X game shit. Yeah. Oh, and so. I remember a lot of people the next day was like trying to cop some roller skates <laughs> to do stunts. Yeah. Do three sixty. Oh, nah. See, that's white boy shit. No, so it's, I, no, this was the, the see, whole community. No, everybody, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Cause I know, I know Don't what, act like Tony Hawk ain't have everybody out here wilding. I did want to talk about this doc. Tony so Hawk was skateboarding, huh? Didn't you have roller rinks in your youth? Yeah, I, I skate. I'm not a skate. Yeah, but oh. I was. I didn't watch Brink and decide to go dust the skates off and go outside. Well, it was different type of skates, too. <laughs> it was rollerblades. Like, yeah, it was like the incline shits. If I I'm never really liked rollerblades, though. You like the disco kind of Yeah, I like the four wheels. Give me the four, like, At even though rollerblading is four wheels, but like, just like the... And what do you call it? The beaches. Oh, what, what? The one? Rollerblade is, is four? <laughs> is it four or three? I think it's four wheels on a rollerblade. Rollerblade is like the, the single line. Yeah. Straight one, yeah. yeah. It's like, like ice skating on concrete. More well, or less. Let's go water, rollerblading. Rollerblading? Mm-hmm. He's going to uh, stand you up. Yeah, definitely. He's That's why I asked. I'm not going to rollerblade. I'll ride a bike while you rollerblade. Eight. I you, just could, think, you could add like a rope to, to your bike and, and Damaris could just Damaris, yeah. be behind you. Yo. <laughs> We could do that. Yo, <laughs> we got to film that. You know what we should do, Rory? We should get like the, the two-seater bikes and just roll through Central Park one day. <laughs> I'm down. That's how, that's how we, on tour, we should show up to every venue on a, on what are those things called? Bikes? Yeah. I don't know. What is, on stage. What is, what is, on stage? That's sick. That's nasty as fuck. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's dope. Come out. Y'all got to park it that's with the kickstand? No. Hell yeah. No. We could do a whole routine to get off the bike too? No, no thank you. No, but we could definitely go Swing to Central Park. Swing your leg around over yeah, my head. What song do you guys ride into? Actually, we can't go to Central Park. We should we should ride the, the two the two seater bike like through like the hood. Also, it's called as long as we Jamaica Ave. As long, uh, well, Jamaica Ave's not really the hood anymore, but it's not. Don't tell me that. The Starbucks Chipotle. I had to run brand. many a nights on Jamaica yeah. Avenue just to get the, to the train. The, the Coliseum block now is just like it's fucking Target. <laughs> oh yeah, once a Target show up, you're good. What? Unless you're the Target, then that's different. Uh, Listen, it's yeah. still Jamaica Ave. Don't get it twisted. But they have put a bunch of high rise apartments over there. The, Starbucks, Chipotle, every last thing you could think of. Okay. But it's still, it's still Jamaica. Okay. All it's right. just, I'm saying it wouldn't be the, the craziest shock. Now, if we want to bust a right down Merrick on that. We, we never then, want to bust a right down Merrick. <laughs> then it might be a little different. No, no, no. We don't keep But going driving. past the Kali block, man, they'd be like, oh, well, I guess it's officially gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I never saw Brink, uh, but I did you see Roll Bounce. I saw Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. I think oh, I once you've seen ATL, you've seen the best roller skating movie, I guess. It's probably up there. With is ATL? A- is ATL? ATL is far better than Roll Bounce. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm talking about with Brink. I don't... Oh, Brink and <laughs> ATL are two drastically different. Yeah. Okay. I'll give all you right. my Disney Plus account and you'll watch it tonight and go, oh, never mind. Okay, all right. Got you. Yeah, I never heard <laughs> of Brink. One is like these fucking skater kids in Santa Monica, like 
trying to escape okay. for, escape for free, man. Like, yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. It's like it's We like, don't want to uh, get paid to get f- to the thing we love. What a stupid message Brink gave to the world. <laughs> for those that don't know, the, the whole synopsis of Brink is four kids that love to skate, and then there's this other team, Team X-Blades, of their peers at high school that get paid to skate because they're sponsored and all that shit. And the kids and, that and, don't get paid are actually better than... And, yeah, yeah, and like Brink's, we like, know the story. Brink's like, man, you know, we just do it for fun. Like, we're not sellouts and all that shit. Yeah, what a culture. Ter- what a terrible message to give kids that if you're really good at something, you love it, it's your fucking passion, you shouldn't want to get paid for it. You shouldn't want to get paid for it, yeah. That's like, um, I don't know if y'all remember this movie. I might have been, I don't even know if y'all were born. When Rad came out, it's like no. an old BMX movie in the 80s, one of my favorite movies growing up. It was like the same thing. A dude from the neighborhood that was super dope on his BMX bike. Mm. And, you know, he had beef with the kid in school who was like- Oh, Nigel popular. Sylvester. Yeah. He's... <laughs> this is Nigel Sylvester's story before Nigel Sylvester was even known. Um, But yeah, uh, as far as any other news goes- Do, do we want to get so... into Tony Hawk? Documentary? Did you guys watch it? No, I haven't watched it no. yet. But I was, I was a uh, Tony Hawk. Uh, what was the game that we that the video? Pro game? Tony Hawk, uh, yeah. Pro Skater. I had, I had yeah, a bunch oh of God. those, man. They yeah. still crazy. Really, you was a Tony Hawk fan? Uh, on the video game, yes. That video game, and was I, whenever one of the I would see him on TV, I would watch it too. And I used to. That's why my knees are all fucked up. Is from trying to. Have you ever gone to like a skate ramp and like look down? No. Like yes. The, yeah. Yes. I that gained a total. Totally new respect for the dudes that do that shit. <laughs> After like going to the top of a, like a, the big skate ramp, not the little one. I know what you're talking about. Going to the top and standing at the front. I'm like, wait, so I'm supposed to put my board right here. And just, just go for it. And just fall down this shit? Mm-hmm. Fuck no. And then and go to the other side. And come back. <laughs> to come back, back. Get the fuck out of here. That ain't for me, bro. Yo. That's some scary. Even on a bike, that's some scary shit. A skateboard? I always felt like no. it was scarier on the bike than the skateboard. Hell no. Skateboard? You on that one little ass board? with? No, 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 no. I Give me say, some handlebars and shit where I can get you not on here. That skateboard should know. Watching that Tony Hawk documentary, I think it's on HBO, I want to say. Um, and it's not that long either. It's just a like, quick two hours. I had, I had a lot of respect for skateboarders. I was always jealous. That shit looked really cool to me. I mm-hmm. wish I could do it. But I think I have even more respect watching that Tony Hawk shit. They are 100% athletes. And some of, the, and some of the most disciplined athletes or people mm-hmm. on earth. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you're a kid that can skateboard and you constantly bust your fucking ass to get one thing done, it's the most beautiful fucking metaphor for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like if you can try to do that trick 30 times and the result of when you fail with the trick is actual physical pain, mm-hmm. right. you're going to be fine with life, dog. You're going to be okay. Like bro, that, I've I know they always... say sports and all that shit is good for kids, teamwork, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Let's build morals and all that shit. Kids that skateboard, I think, are getting the... Ex- Exact same thing, if not more, when it comes to life experience in that Absolutely. sport. Like, <laughs> listen, that's the epitome of do something over and over and over until you get it right. Yeah, like skateboarding will humble you. Like skateboarding, I always say skateboarding and tennis are two two sports that, because to me, skateboarding is a sport. It's two sports that will humble the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. Like why, I thought, why tennis? Because if you never played, like right now. If you've never played basketball, right? Yeah. And you go to a park and somebody gives you a ball and say, yo, just just shoot and get in it. The ball in the hole. It's a little easier to do that, right? It's a rim. You just throw it up there. With tennis, actually hitting the ball over the net and getting to, getting it to stay inbound, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've never done that before, like right now you go to a tennis court and you try to hit the ball over the net and keep it inbounds, that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's at all. That shit be going every other, like, yeah. flying over the fence. It's not an easy sport, bro. Like those are two sports that I, I tried, and I was like, okay, I have a different respect for this shit. Yeah, but the uh, the Tony Hawk shit, 
and just the the entire it's kind of the entire process of skateboarding from a business side as well of like it being this insane craze when Tony Hawk was a kid and then it going into the early 90s and it was like everyone that thought they were going to be popular and got all this money in the late 80s was like well I guess I have to sell car insurance now cuz literally nobody gives a fuck yeah about skateboarding mm-hmm. and I I do remember when Tony Hawk was trying to do that 900 shit I was young but I remember watching that shit on TV yeah I wasn't aware because I was so young how that specific moment completely changed the business of skateboarding it became and the something is two three sixties plus a half. Yeah, so you just you spending yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's two full spins. You think these kids half. spin the block? That motherfucker was spinning yeah, the whole ramp. Yeah, I remember that day. Um, of just how that brought the popularity back to it, whereas ESPN even wanted to, you know, air more skateboarding shit, and it it created more stars. It wasn't just Tony. Like that shit was a very interesting documentary, mm-hmm. and I, I do recommend it. All right, well, let's see what else we got. Um, I seen your man Elon's just just offering pocket change from what he found under his couch cushion yeah, to get f- to get one of the biggest social uh, he felt like networks of all time. He just felt like buying a new toy, and he woke up and uh just offered forty three billion. It's light, a little, little oh, light yeah. change, forty three billion on an off day. He found that one of his jackets that he hadn't worn in a while. Like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize know, I had this in here. You know, you know how he get down. Uh, how he get down. <laughs> Elon Musk, Musk does it. Yeah, come on, man, <laughs> young Musky. Elon Musk offered Damn. to buy Twitter for $54.20 a share, saying the social media company needs to be transformed privately. I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe, and I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning, functioning d- democracy. Musk wrote in a letter sent to Twitter chairman Brett Taylor and disclosed in a securities filing. According to Musk, the social media company needs to go private because it can neither thrive nor serve free speech in its current state. As a result, I am offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced, Musk writes. My offer is my best and final offer, and if it is not accepted, then I'm going to need that money that I gave you motherfuckers back because I am no longer (laughs) a shareholder in this company. Yeah. Writes Elon Musk yeah. in so many words. Yeah, Jack and Jay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ho, listen, man, forty three billion on the off day. I mean, y'all better give Elon what he want, man. I think y'all should cash out. Fuck it, let him have it. Um, this is gonna sound really ignorant. Does Elon ever finish anything he starts? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> the cars, right? He's, he's oh yeah, okay. All right, I'm wrong. Uh, no, them cars, I'm finished as hell. With the Teslas, why you say that? The Teslas have a go look up. Problems with Tesla's. And I just feel like anytime he starts a new venture and doesn't finish it, he tries to distract us with a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this might be a distraction. You feel like this is a new flamethrower? I'm with... Dog, where is the fucking uh, underground railroad in LA? Oh, that's racist, but the underground <laughs> tunnel that he's building Yo. is... Uh, <laughs> is uh, he called it that. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If it, well, it's not finished yet, but I, Harriet do, I, way. Do, I do know that they are still... I do still believe that they are working on it, though. Have yeah. they have they started to dig at least a hole? Yeah. Well, they have one. one in, they have one in Vegas. This was one in Vegas that I think a few people, uh, like I know the Kardashians have like driven through it. Okay. Um, like you have to be like a celebrity. Yeah. Like, it's because it's not done yet, so they just want to show people what it is. Um, but I do think that's I think that's coming. I think we don't just because we don't hear about it, they don't give us an update daily. Mm. I do think that that's that's something that is gonna um 
be finished though for sure. And then wasn't he working on like a just a regular rocket that like I could go cop and go to the moon? Sending people mm-hmm. to here, yeah, sending people to uh space. Then Bezos got involved and I think he got a little yeah. jealous. Yeah. You know, the they, the billionaires just playing with their toys, man. That's all this shit he is. He has a cyber truck and the motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I still th- want I still want one of those uh those four, those four, what is it, the Quadra? Yeah. The motorcycle that, that for the kids, I don't, those are four adults like a motherfucker too. I'm getting you go like one 15, of them. 10, 15 miles per hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. so, so all you need when you're uptown going block to block to see the homies. No right. more than 25 need, miles. Need the Air Musk. Yeah, that's it. That's Air all Musk. you need. The Air Musk. But I, I do still see, like, I know Twitter has dropped drastically as far as like users and its potential and all that shit. I mm-hmm. still think it may be the most long lasting social media shit in the long run because mm-hmm. it's the most simple it's literally just your thoughts and you can read other people's thoughts there's no fucking bells and whistles I'm glad Twitter has they've changed but they haven't gone too crazy outside of why we really like this shit yeah. I mean it's also just become an entertainment platform and now a lot of people get their news from Twitter exactly I, yeah. I think there's I see why he would want to buy it I don't think Twitter's days even if it looks like it's decreasing from what it original, originally was I think it'll be here forever it's fucking it's headlines. It's, it's what the world is now. It's 140 characters. All we yeah. care about is the first sentence. Mm-hmm. And that's what Twitter is. And it's everybody's first sentence. <laughs> so I- it's easy to digest. It's easy to quickly look at. Granted, it probably gives you a lot of misinformation and you shouldn't <laughs> depend on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like I could be 80 years old and still be getting my tweets off. I don't know if I'm be getting my IG shit off when I'm 80. Oh, I'm going to get these fits <laughs> off when I'm 80. You can believe that shit. Still money bags under? Oh, yeah, for sure. To um, girls that could be your granddaughter's you think Twitter age. Twitter outlast uh, will outlast Facebook. It has. Yeah. How has fuck, it? Fa- Facebook? Who the fuck is still on Facebook? Just see. Well, Facebook became a different company. Facebook is now just masked as social media for your mom. But it's it started the downfall of our digital world of selling data and selling our information. They were the leaders in it. They become they became that type of company. They mm-hmm. stopped focusing on. Let's make sure this social media platform is growing and we get the kids. No, make sure my mom can get on there and talk to her friends. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure we lead the world in ad dollars because we started the system to sell everyone's data. Facebook, like they just became a different company. Facebook to me is like Foot Locker. Who still goes to Foot Locker to get sneakers? Your aunts, your uncles. When they yeah. need some running sneakers, you know, they go in there and they talk to the guys with the referee shirt on. They run a couple suicides to see if the, you know, the sneakers have the traction that it says it mm. has. But you don't get your sneakers from Foot Locker. You don't get your sneakers. I don't. You don't. Like, we don't. But also, know. Facebook kind of became the parent company, too. Like, they saw their competition and was like, well, we have more money than them. Let's just buy the competition. Like, IG is under Facebook. Like, yeah. they have bought a lot of social media platforms that are more popular with the younger generation that Facebook can focus on and they're just literally fucking Viacom at this point. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think they care. Well, either way, could somebody tell me what a, a super follow is on Twitter? A I want, super follow? Super, I, I followed Maybe. someone and right after I clicked follow, it says super follow. And I you, was like, so that was Elon. So it's kind of like a close friends for Twitter. And then correct me if I'm wrong because I super followed a makeup um, a skincare esthetician. She was the only person I super followed because in your super follow, she can like post like tweets that are just for the people who are super following her. And I think it's like $5 a month or something like that. Oh, oh so, you have to pay to super follow somebody. This, yes. Yeah, this started last year in September. So uh, can- <clears throat> today we're excited to introduce super follows, a new way for people to earn monthly revenue by sharing, uh, sharing subscriber only content with their followers on Twitter. With super follows, people can create an extra level of conversation on Twitter 
sharing bonus suites and more to interact authentically with their most engaged followers, all while earning money. So how much money are you making? I don't have a super follow. And if I do, somebody got my money. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> and know. And posting I, content yeah, for you. I'm like, I don't even, first of all, I don't even post on Twitter like that. But yeah, I follow somebody and I saw super follow. I was like, what is a super follow? So basically. Yeah, it's, like, it's like OnlyFans it's mixed only with fans. close friends. And yeah. that makes sense because the person I followed would have an OnlyFans, I believe. I mean, I like the Twitter community shit they do. Um, they actually just made one for this show yeah, as well. Yeah, I saw that yeah. as uh, well. That shit is cool because you can take a, specific group of people that you trust like you can lock the yeah, the room if you will I get it and y'all can really discuss the shit that y- you guys all want to talk about without the distractions of people that are going to come in that don't really have interest and just want to fucking mm-hmm. find a way to either cancel you or you know pick apart every last word you just said and it's like no we all have an understanding here right. so I, I, I fuck with that shit but okay that makes sense I like the super follow idea I see what Twitter is doing um, so yeah you Elon huh? you gonna sign up nah I don't I don't, I don't pay for uh no, I'm saying, are you going to sign up so that people can super, super follow, follow you. you? Oh, super follow me? Yeah. I don't know, because then that means I would have to feed, like, the super follow ecosystem. Like, yeah. I would have to, like, host, like, a lot of, like, super follow shit and, like, just show them interact with people. And Listen. I think I do that enough, like, with our Patreon and Instagram, mm-hmm. and I don't need to be doing that on Twitter. You know what we could do? We should make, instead of, like, the new Rory and Maul super follow, we could make, like, 2012 Twitter follow. That's a super follow. Oh, and we can like all pay, pay five bucks. Then? Doesn't even matter. We just all can tweet and feel safe the same way we did in 2012 on Twitter. And we could just go back to that Twitter under this umbrella. I would be on Twitter all day. Is there, <laughs> but is there a way? So those, so those super follows, there's no way for people to like screenshot and send that out to like. Oh, uh, no, probably is. Yeah. I just feel like oh, then we not most of the people. <laughs> We're not safe. We can't do that. All right, then it has to be a very high price to, point. I'm about to say, listen, let's 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 start that tonight, because I'll go in there right off. The, I'll let one go immediately. In 2012, it is. I like retweet one of my old tweets. Yeah, it'll feel like 2008 <laughs> all over again. <laughs> like what? Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I would I'm, like to do that. But I do think with some of the Twitter communities, you could do that shit because there is still a community that will trust each other even if you don't know each other. Like we all from this era. Yeah, we know what time it is. We're not gonna we let no it. weirdo in here. Yeah, yeah, we get it. So maybe we'll find a way on Twitter to somehow incorporate that. Or maybe on our Discord, we'll just use that as tweets. <laughs> Got it. All right. And more Twitter news. Uh, two inmates at an all-women's New Jersey prison are pregnant. Hey. After both had sex with the same transgender inmate after local ACLU chapter Whoa. won battle to house trans inmates in women's prisons. The pregnant women are housed at the embattled Edna Mahan Correctional Facility in Clinton, which New Jersey governor announced plans to close. It is unclear if the women had sex with the same transgender woman. Edna Mahan houses 27 transgender prisoners and over 800 cisgender women. The correctional facility began to house inmates by gender identity last year after reaching a settlement in a lawsuit brought by a trans woman and the ACLU. Edna Mahan, the only women's prison in the state, does not require transgender inmates to proceed with reassignment surgery in order to be housed. In recent years, Edna Mahan has grappled with reports of widespread abuses and systemic failures. Ten prison guards face criminal charges stemming from an alleged assault on inmates, including a transgender woman in January 2020. Uh, So, yes, two inmates at an all-women's New Jersey prison prison are so pregnant now women have to be scared of prison rape too uh sorry but was it rape 
No, I'm just saying in the event that somebody with a penis is well, this allowed is... at a female jail. Right. You could hire the, the, the risk of what men fear when they're in jail as well. And, and this is where the problem is going to come in with, you know, all of the genders being blurred. It's like, okay, now you have two women at an all-women's facility that are pregnant because they had sex with a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I, I, I don't even know how to... What, what is the trans community's view on where they want to go to prison? <laughs> they want to be... They, Sorry, the, the, a lot of them want to be housed in um, women's prisons because it's safer for them. Okay. All right. I, all right. I can totally see that. I can see uh, a male jail not being the yeah. safest place for a transgender person. It's not the uh, most progressive place in the prison system as far as what they think of non-straight people. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can see that, but I, this is also, yeah, now it could also turn into a fuck fest. So <laughs> listen, because we talked about this before, we, we, we love all people. We don't care about your sexual preference. We don't care about what you identify as. That's your prerogative. Um, but we're going to have some fun with this topic. <laughs> so if I, you know, me being a heterosexual man, say I commit a crime and I'm scared to go to a men's facility because I'm hearing that they just be beating motherfuckers up. Which is true. But, you know, just, just like I don't want to go in there. Can I identify as a woman and be sent to the woman's facility? That's like the best version like, of PC ever. Yeah. Like, I mean, I. <laughs> and I don't have to snitch? Yeah. Like, I can identify as a woman to say, hey, listen, I am a woman and I. Oh, that edit is going to be crazy. That's okay. But uh, uh, do numbers for us. I, I identify. <laughs> Don't tell me that me identifying as a woman is going to do numbers. It'll help us. I, I identify as a woman, and I would like to be housed in the woman's facility. It would be like... I, I couldn't afford uh, uh, to get any type of you know surgery or procedure done, so I'm just like poor, but I do identify as a woman. I want to be a woman. Would I be able to be housed in the woman's facility? You, I think you would have to be taking hormones, if I'm not mistaken. I, listen, I pop worse. That's prejudice. I have to be taking hormones to be housed in a woman's facility? Yeah. How is it prejudice? Because what if I don't want to take hormone pills yet, but I still identify as a woman? That is oh. true. You could identify my as a time, woman. My time, my process. Yeah. yeah. That should be like when Chris and Neef, uh went to the all-girls school in uh, the Can't Stop, Won't Stop video. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it would be like for prison for you. I'm going to go That's commit exact- a crime. That's exactly <laughs> what it would be like. That's what I'm asking because it's like, yo, I identify as a woman. So and, what if I don't look, I identify as one? And the amount well, of the amount of bad bitches front. that are, are scamming? For and white toes. At least small. Like, put some fucking effort in. White toes ain't that bad. You painted your nails before. No, nah, but, but women have short haircuts. Okay. Especially before they go to prison. Yeah, like women have short natural hair. I'm, this is my natural look. I have my short natural hair going, natural curls. And you cannot comment on a woman that has not a lot of hair. Yeah. So look at you now. Mm. So I'm M- just Mrs. Try- Rock. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> it out. I'm just trying to figure it out. So if I ever run into the situation where, I, God forbid, I have to go do some prison time, I would like to be housed in the women's facility. And you got to think, too, the women prison systems aren't what they used to be because all these bad bitches on IG are scamming. They're credit card mm-hmm. scamming. And they're going mm-hmm. to jail. Mm-hmm. Like some, I feel like some prison yards look like your timeline. Yo, imagine being <laughs> in jail with JT. Me? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the facility with the women? Yeah. You and JT as cellmates. Oh, man. <laughs> Careful, because Uzi was going to smack you. I didn't even say nothing. I just laughed. I said, oh, man. Like, <laughs> Don't say old oh, man about Uzi girl. Uh, no, nah, I mean, you know. JT might we, smack we you. Would be, we would be. She might smash me. Smack. I said smack. But... Oh. 
No, I mean, I, to listen, I identify as a woman if I get locked up. Just, just I'm saying it publicly so everybody knows. Mm. If I get arrested and have to do time, please house me in the women's facility because not I now identify as a woman. I understand. And I have a twin sister, so it's kind of like, you know, I know how women think. I know how women like, you I know. don't think that's how twins work, but yeah, I am my only child. Yeah, it does. We were, we were in the same womb. I know when they're hungry. I know when they're upset. Like, I can move. feel those things. But your like, sister's way nicer and cooler than you. Like, I don't think there's very much in common. I mean, I still have men traits, <laughs> yes. But I'm just saying, I know. I'm like, okay, I identify with women. I know, I know what they like. I know no. what they need. Let me know how that works in the court system when you say, yeah. hey, hey, Yana. I got a twin. Uh, yeah. And hey, I identify Yana. as a woman. <laughs> I identify as a woman. Uh, so yeah, we got. I don't know what that situation at the uh, the Mayhan Correctional Facility in Clinton is gonna end up doing about that, but that's something that we got to look and keep I'll an just, eye on. <laughs> Listen, I don't know Rory, where are they at with sporting events. You has that been cleared up? Rory, are nah, you, are you home, dropping homie's still album? kicking their ass. He's still winning all the swimming events. Yeah, <laughs> homie going nuts. He he cleaning up. <laughs> he ranked number one now. She is cleaning up. That. She, Ma. She is cleaning up. I'm sorry. I'm, she is cleaning I, I'm up. I'm sorry. And I call she, women homie. Yeah, she, that's that's the homie. She's cleaning Shorty up. Shorty going nuts over there. It's just... <laughs> see, this is this is why... this is it's certain things you can't speak on only because it's like... I feel like if I had like kids, if I had a daughter, I could really raise my opinion about this and go crazy. I mean, I've... We talked about that on, on this already. I have yeah. a clear stance with that. No. Like, that... I'm not gonna tiptoe around it's the idea. Right, that shit is not fair. It's not right. It's not fucking right. Like I get it. Listen, ha- change your sex, identify as whatever you want to identify as. That's your prerogative. But when you start talking about competing, and and not only that, because after we spoke about that, I meant to bring it back up. There was a, a a situation where a a a natural born woman. She was from I don't know. If she, she was from Africa or somewhere, maybe Brazil. And yeah, they was very similar African. They were saying that she had way too many uh she has a lot of testosterone in her body. T- <laughs> yes, she has t- testosterone in her body. Mm. And they said that she had to take some pills to lower the testosterone in her body in order for her to compete against women. Got you. Makes sense. Oh, wow. Listen, man, I'll make the rules. Yeah. I didn't know it was like Castor Semenya. Castor Semenya. Yes. That's her name. As long as I don't as long as I don't see her in my bathroom. <laughs> Let me find something else for us to talk about while we still have airtime. Anyway, we yo, please. anyway, uh, um, Rory, are you dropping on a Friday because Meek Mill said? I'm not doing anything because Meek Mill said it. I'm just okay. nah, in Meek general. Said you like, drop I, there's nothing against Meek. I just nah, don't determine my life based off of what like Meek is telling me to do. <laughs> well, Meek came out and made a statement on Twitter and said, and I quote. They crash in the rap game out. That every they crash in the rap game out. Not that everybody drop on Friday BS. What the fuck is that? Why would you want to sell your product on the same day as the competition for a billboard look? LOL. What does that do for the artist? Uh well, that's not new. I mean, they switched the day. Everyone, everyone used to drop on Tuesday before. It's yeah. not like the Friday thing is a new strategy, it's just a new day. Mm-hmm. Um But again, that's kind of a repeat conversation we've had as whereas all right, on Friday, I know I'm going to go look at all the new albums and I'm going to listen and may stumble upon an album that I wouldn't listen to because Meek dropped and I see next to Meek shit is this that might interest me. And it's not like albums take, for the most part, an hour to listen to. It's not like I have to dedicate my whole week to one album. I can just move on to another one. So I guess, but yeah, that Billboard look, Meek knows what that's about. He's done it before. He's moved to... Make sure he got that billboard slot for the look. Did you read the tweet, Damaris? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. 
What do you think? Um, listen, we fuck with Meek, and uh, we, you know, we're fans of Meek, but I think that it's just the timing of this is couldn't have been worse. I guess because of his last album not really doing what most thought it would do mm-hmm. as far as numbers. Um, I think that because I was reading some of the you know the comments and things that people were saying about the tweet, and you know I understand it. I, now now don't get it wrong. I think that Meek has a point in what he's saying. Like, why is everybody dropping on Friday? Mm-hmm. Like, basically, you could drop whenever you want to drop. You know, <laughs> things like that. But I think coming from Meek, and you know, when he said, "Because uh, what he said, he said we don't go off first week numbers." It's hard for me to think that Meek would feel this way if Expensive Pain would have did phenomenal numbers first week. And I don't, I don't remember what they did. Uh, Edin, if you could pull it up, um, Expensive Pain's first week numbers. I don't know what uh, they was did. his best outing, if you will. Um, right. So I just, I but just, I kind of expected that based off uh, Meek, Meek us, Meek's rollout. Ninety five thousand isn't bad. I mean, for Meek, that's a ninety five thousand is fucking great. But I know with Meek, they was expecting him to, to do more than ninety five thousand. Meek also has went into the last three albums with a pretty big single, if not two singles, mm-hmm. going into it. This one, I felt like. And what did his album joint. before that do? Edin Championships. Championships did a lot though. He was going in with that Drake single. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Z feature, like there was a lot of momentum around so, that album. So this is why the fans were kind of giving them some shit because they're like, "Dog, you can't now all of a sudden first week numbers don't matter because your last album's first week numbers weren't that impressive." So its first week it did forty two thousand from its pure album sales in the first week, but overall it did two hundred twenty nine thousand. Yes. First week, that's fucking nuts. That's yeah, crazy. so you know what I mean. So I think that's what it was. People were like, oh, you know, now you want to say numbers? We don't go off numbers. First week numbers and all. Was oh, that, that is that what he's saying though? Well, that's what he said. He said we don't go off first week numbers. Labels run that shit, and most of the oh, numbers can be fake. That's true. Most though. of the numbers be fake. You can clearly see all the artists that's killing <laughs> shit. Focus on your brand and impact. So he's making sense. Focus on your brand, your impact. Don't really, you know, pay attention to numbers. But I just think that the consensus is, oh, you're saying that because this last album, your first week numbers weren't that impressive as far as mm. Meek's first week numbers go. Well, that's that's why artists, I feel, should never really do the number game like that unless you're Drake. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we've seen no matter who the fuck it is, Numbers will decline, no, no matter who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. 50 had the craziest numbers ever. They eventually decline. And so much of 50's rollouts and who his character or brand was as a rapper mm-hmm. was, I do all these numbers. Mm-hmm. Look what the fuck I do. I'm better than the rest of y'all because of my numbers. Mm-hmm. And when those started to decline, 50 luckily is just a smart dude and went into a different business. Mm-hmm. But you no longer... Kind of really your your character isn't taken as serious anymore because you were the numbers guy and now your numbers are declining and it's inevitable that they're going to decline. So why even go in on the number game? Because eventually that's going to have to stop. Mm-hmm. Even 6ix9ine. Look what happened when he was, I'm number one on Billboard with everything. Then we realized fucking Santa Claus wasn't real and we know who was really behind all this shit. Mm-hmm. And now your entire stick of being the numbers guy because that was your new one after the gang shit didn't work out mm-hmm. <laughs> you was a numbers guy now you sell fucking 25,000 copies we haven't heard from him in quite some time I know I, he's trying to come back but he can't do the number thing anymore and Meek yeah eventually your numbers are gonna go lower and not to say Meek was always the I'm the numbers guy Yeah, but yeah shit eventually goes lower focus just, don't focus just on your brand focus on how many people show up to your shows 
Because that'll tell you exactly what right. your fan base is, how profitable you are, right. how long you're going to be around, who gives a fuck, who really gives a fuck about you. I never really, numbers for me was never a thing until, you know, maybe a few years ago. Like, I remember buying albums and shit like that, listening to music, listening to artists, and never knowing what they numbers were. Mm. It was like, yo, is the music good? Yes. Yeah. Is the album dope? To me, that's all it was at one point. And then it just, I think, I think after Hope said men lie, women lie, numbers don't, I think that's when everybody started paying attention to numbers. Which is a lie, though. Because yeah. numbers definitely numbers lie. Numbers lie. <laughs> People we, be we lying about the numbers. Yeah. 100%. People lie about the numbers, exactly. But it, it was never a thing. Like, it was always like, yo, this album is dope. Like, I can't tell you what fucking the Purple Tape did the first week. No, I do. I can't tell it. you. I can't tell you what Bulletproof Wallace did the first week. Mm. I can't tell you what Supreme Clientele did. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you what Life After Death did. I can't, I don't know. I have no idea what these numbers, what these albums did the first week. I do think though, it it's the kind of the catch-22 of it. Yeah, I think when Hove started talking about, it, I think 50 was like the real nail in the coffin of like, we're all gonna just focus on numbers. It well, matters. Yeah. And I think even him before that, because I think even with Get Rich. And the massacre specifically, 50 was on that campaign of look how much more I sell than y'all. Mm. And any kind of his response to anybody was like, what? And even with Hove, that clip resurfaced again on Twitter of the mob deep shit. Like, I did what your whole album did in his first, first week shit. Like, mm -hmm. it is good, I think, in the long run, because I think artists should be paying attention to the numbers and business side. I think we have gotten some positive change as far as awareness of what's going on in that label. Do I need the label? I'm doing this numbers with this amount of budget. I think in those early years of the albums you're talking about that we don't know the first week is because artists were like, well, I got my advance and I'm going to make great music mm -hmm. and I'm selling out shows so I should be cool, not really focusing on maybe I am getting fucked over here. Right. So the numbers game has been annoying, don't get me wrong, but I think it brought a lot of awareness to artists and their actual business careers. Mm -hmm. So there was some good that came out of it. Like I think all these rants that people be killing Meek about, we know Meek to be tweeting in real time, the thoughts that pop up in his head right away. Mm -hmm. I think Meek just being in these buildings, getting real information in real time and just goes to Twitter and doesn't really think much like, yo, you know what the fuck is going on right now? Right. And if we don't do the numbers game, I feel like a lot of artists wouldn't have the incentive to go in that building and go, why? Because they so see they other the shit going as on. leverage. I think so, yeah. And negotiating certain things and... Yeah, and seeing what their actual worth really is as mm -hmm. far as real business and perception. So I, I think there's but I think you can use good the sides numbers. to it. But I, I, yeah, I think but the, I think more so using the numbers as far as leveraging negotiations. I think it's better to do that when you start saying, "Hey, look, I just did a run and sold out these rooms. I, mm -hmm. I had you know this. We did this in merch. We did this. Like to me, that's more impressive than saying, "Yo, I did." A hundred thousand first week in sales with you know this or streams yeah. and downloads like that's cool, but it's like when you go out there, do the people come to see you? Yeah, and I I mean that's why I give Cole and Eve so much credit in the beginning of his career, whereas Columbia and Rock were like, hey Cole, you have no single, nothing is sticking. Mm -hmm. Your counterparts, Wale has a hit single, Drake has a hit single, Big Sean has a hit single, she has a song with fucking Nicki Minaj, like. What are we doing here? Mm -hmm. And Cole and Eve are like, I have not left the road. I've sold out every big or small market I've touched. Mm -hmm. I don't know what game y'all are playing here with this perception number thing, but I, I'm okay, I promise. I don't right. need to do this forced hit single shit that y'all are trying to get me to compete 
with the numbers game mm-hmm. and the radio game with them. So yeah, COVID, I just focused on the shows and realized I could make the music I want to make without having to compromise because I see physical people show up for me every time. Mm-hmm. And look where the fuck that's gotten them. Right. <laughs> it's gotten them hit singles and yeah. real fucking fans. And a festival. <laughs> that was dreamy. Right. Can we get a festival? I want a festival. Broccoli City is coming up. That's a good lineup. No, I mean like our own festival. Oh yeah. We talked about it. Just like having just... a bunch of podcasts or like just like just do like a have artists come out and perform type of shit. Yeah, like new artists. New artists? Like sleepers but not sleepers. That's just such a niche fan base that it's like it's tough to find a a profitable amount fuck profitable to even put on a show like that. Enough people have to care. <laughs> And that's tough when it's just like, hey, we're going to tell you that there'll be some new acts here. And uh, that, that shit can get rough. It but, can, it, it's not impossible, but it, it's going it's, it's gonna to take time. And right. that, That's a slow build. You have yeah. to do that like at our regular live shows, and then that can build and build and build once Something it gets else. Just yeah. going out the gate, I've seen so many festivals fucking fail. Because as much as people say they love to hear new artists and you know, find new artists, they're not going to pay to go and yeah. listen to new artists. Not, like, not like that. Like, it has to be like, you have to attach it to something. It has to be like, all right, we got 10 unsigned artists, but, yeah. you know, tonight fucking Kendrick has hit the yeah. stage. Like, it gotta be, it's, it's something like that. Like, it gotta be something like that. Speaking of numbers, uh, I saw that the Coy Leroy, I always say her, her Coy name Coy Leroy. Right? Coy Leroy. Coy I like saying Leroy because it rhymes. You look like you went to school with Coy, Coy Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> yeah, he was in your homeroom. I know. Coy That's Leroy. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I saw, and I don't know if this is accurate, I just saw the reports that, and I don't know if it's even been a week to be official, that she, uh, 15K first week, which by the way, I'm not shitting on. Um, I don't know, I won't call it a flop, I'm not sure. You're not shitting on it, but you're not not shitting on it. Well, here's the thing, I don't know if she pulled favors on all those features, I don't know how much much money she put into that rollout, because there's a lot of heavy features on that shit. I Mm -hmm. just don't know what Republic invested into it for it to be a flop per se, mm-hmm. but it did feel like there was much more buzz around it than a 15K first week. But I do think that girl is going to be around for a while. I, I, d- I don't think that this is like a crazy L the way people are, are putting it. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of setting herself up for a slower pace, but there is attention there. Granted, a lot of the attention may have started with the antics rather than the music, but I think the music is starting to move a little bit more. And this is what I love about Nicki Minaj because she posted something saying this is what she would have done to help improve the Trendsetter album. Mm. And shout out to Coy, Coy LeRae for, because uh, she responded to that well. You know, most artists, they, especially when somebody as big as a Nicki Minaj tweets or says something about your album and what she would have done to improve it, a lot of artists would have some type of negative response to that, like, oh, what the fuck you mean? Yeah. You know Sensitive. what I'm saying? Take but, defensive. But Coy, Coy, Coy LeRae, she she was a uh she responded to that beautifully. Uh Nicki Minaj tweeted, no more par- hashtag no more parties is too classic for y'all to leave the original off. It should have started the whole album. These are the songs I think Coy shines on and should have been higher on the track list. Twin them, anxiety, heart in the coffin, heartbreak kid, too far, I I I featuring Young Blue. And then Corey LeRae re- uh, responded like, oh, your selections are fire. And um, yeah, I just thought that that was dope for Nicki to just basically put that out there. Like, yeah, 
You know what I mean? Just giving some constructive criticism coming from somebody who Corey LeRae obviously looks up to. I shit. My only issue with that, if I was her, I would have texted her on the side like, why the fuck you ain't telling me this before I put it out? <laughs> well, I mean... I know Nikki just saw the track yeah, list when just, it came out. But so yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, she just responded to that, but I just think that that was dope of Cause, Nikki. Because Nikki is someone I would listen to when I it mean, comes to putting out a fucking album. Come on. Obviously, <laughs> so, she's one of the one of the goats. But I just like the fact that Coyle Ray was was open yeah. to that constructive criticism and she received that well. That was dope. Yeah. But again, I, I'm... I saw a tweet or something where they said uh, Benzino laughed at the, uh, yeah, the news coming they, out. But then I, he, I saw it too, but I didn't but know how he really saying, was. Yeah, then he's saying that that's not his account. That He, he said he got hacked, whatever. They have he said very... he hasn't had that account in years, I think. He said that account was deactivated. That's the one I'm blocked on. That's probably why I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm screaming. Yeah, um, he deactivated that account years ago or something like that. I hope I hope that what Benzino is saying, I hope he's not laughing at his daughter's uh, quote-unquote flop of our first week yeah. album they, sales. Like, they, they're working through their relationship and unfortunately because of his daughter's rising fame, all of this is being put into the media, but, um, but it's really, it's, it's none of our business. I really hope they heal their relationship. Yeah, yeah, because when I read that, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think Benzino would do that. I don't think he would publicly laugh at his daughter, even whatever their relationship may be at the I moment. I mean, what I also would hope that ben, Benzino wouldn't leak her the fact that she was working on a Nikki feature too, but he did that. So. so I didn't hear the actual like audio of that. Well, he is the source. He was just reporting the news. Don't kill the messenger. Right. <sighs> How many mics did he give his daughter's album? That's the <laughs> Now that's what we need to find out. Hey, Benzino. How come she wasn't unside hype either? Yeah, like it, they dropped it. Look, look, guy, it could have been a lot of shit around this album. Bring the source back for one oh, that week. Been dope. Yeah. Just, for the, just for your daughter's album. See now, that's why you need to be in in some of these meetings. Yeah, because that's a fucking brilliant. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been like you understand. Like you, that's, that's why you write brilliant. It's, it's, idea. It's, it's, it's shit there that's stopping that type of bonding and that thinking mm -hmm. from happening. It's, it's a lot of other shit that's there. But either way, hopefully Benzino and his daughter, you know, reconcile and, and build their relationship because daughters do need their fathers. So. We should do consulting. We should we should um do consulting. For people's releases. That shit gets annoying though. Yeah. And and you gotta be open to like artists are not open to suggestions. Everybody's a know it all. You know what I mean? And it's just like that's why I really thought that the way Corey Lerae, because I thought that that was that we was ready to get a whole new mm -hmm. fake beef type of thing. I was like, oh Jesus Christ, Nikki about to set this little girl. But the way she responded to that, I was like, beautiful. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause it's kind of like you could tell Nikki wasn't trying to demean her anyway or like talk down on her project. She was just like, yo, nah, you should have did that. Like that would have been that. Fam, if Nicki Minaj says one of your songs, not only what does she name, like five in that? She named like five or six of them, yeah. You have an army of barbs that no matter what, even if you're saying something negative or positive, it. are going to go listen to they it. You got to go listen to it, yeah. Nicki, say my whole track list, even if you say it's terrible. Yeah. Not that she was saying that, but right. please. I get it. <laughs> They're yeah. going to stream that shit. Yeah, Wait. they could have did some really dope shit around uh, Koi's album. I think that would have been that would have been a beautiful moment. But um Yeah, I didn't even really see any advertising dollars. Like I didn't see any advertising for her album outside of shit that you would see on the shade room. And, like I didn't see any ads at all. I don't yeah. know if I'm just not the demographic or but I listen to f nothing but female rappers, so I should be the demo mm. demographic. So How old is Corla right now? About twenty uh, two? Probably, probably so somewhere around there. Around twenty four, twenty five. I think you looked that really? up. Really? Twenty five? Thought she was younger than that. Solid 24 years old. 24, okay. Mm -hmm. She'll be all right. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> uh, and yeah, I don't 
think that Benzino shit. But people were also giving her shit because I, I think she was on the Breakfast Club where, and no one really added tone and context to them killing her about this shit, but she was like, you know, I know I respect Pusha T and that you older people listen to Pusha T, but like the young generation is here. I don't like that the gatekeepers like only continue to listen to the shit that they liked growing up. Like we're here as well, which yes, I get that. But at the same time, it's kind of why I hate hip hop's view on longevity. Mm-hmm. Like do these younger artists not want to end up being the old artist? <laughs> Like, I'm not saying that the quote-unquote media gatekeepers should just talk about the Pusha T era of music, even though that age-wise is more of the stuff they're drawn to. Mm-hmm. But that should make you happy as a young artist that there is longevity and that people at the age of 42 years old can put out a project and everyone give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there can be space for, for both. I think like, that- We can still focus on the younger artists and care about them and, and big them up. But at the same time, yeah, I love that this genre has proven its longevity and that it can age. I don't think Koi doesn't want to be an artist that's around for a while, no? <laughs> I think that, see, what happened, Rory, is music, the music business became a hustle. For sure. And, you know, y'all y- used to always kill me when I said it's easier to get on now than mm. it's ever been. But it is. Like, you can literally upload your own album. Yeah. Uh, put it right in the market space next to Beyonce. Well, I've agreed to to get on is easier. Staying on, I think, is di- is difficult. Well, stay, well, they don't want to stay on. It's a hustle. You get in and you get out. You get what you get what you get out of it. You move on to the next hustle. But that that's short. That's short sighted hustling. Like, I think there is artists that have used this as a lick, but to get to the next lick, it was attached that way. Not let me just catch a lick and then die off and. Well, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's my the, career. The, it's the, the only thing I know how to do. All right, well then you should probably keep making music. Yeah, but a lot of these, a lot of these artists now, they don't, they don't come into the music business with the idea of dominating for years mm-hmm. and you know being relevant for years. They come in, what's my first week sales? I want to go on the road. I want to sell some merch. I want to get into TV, film. I want to do modeling. I want to do you know. They want to get into all of these things where they want to sell something. They want to sell makeup. They want to sell cookbooks. They want to sell bikinis. They want to like, it's just a hustle. They want to sell stuff. They want to use whatever they, what platforms are the biggest to get on to say, hey, look, I'm doing this, doing that, doing that. And now you have the music suffering because these, a lot of these artists are not real artists. But I can't, all right. If, if you're going in, if you're going into this music shit, Strictly for business and for hustle, I get it. I understand. It looks very easy. And you're not the artist artist. Because I, I can never really blame those real artists for not being the most savvy business people. But if you're admitting you're coming in just for the lick and just for the business, I'm going to hold you to a standard that you need to have some type of business intelligence. And that requires studying what's going on in the market and who is the artist that are successful after music in other ventures. Mm-hmm. And all of those artists that are at the height of business mm-hmm. were on in music for a minute. Yeah, but there wasn't there wasn't the one there wasn't just the one quick I got a hit single or I got a one album or like I had a quick little run and now I'm this crazy business mogul. No. They leveraged their celebrity from being in music for a good mm-hmm. amount of time mm-hmm. to then move on to these crazy business ventures because they now have the leverage for that. So if you don't realize that, yet you say I'm here just for a lick and for business, 
I look at you goofy because you're not you're not studying the market, not studying who's successful in it. You're not looking at your surroundings. You're not realizing how you can leverage the moment that you have right now. So, but if you say you're an artist, I can't really put that on you right away because you're an artist. And but it's different now. It's a different part of the brain. See, it's different now because the way that people get on now, they leverage their social media uh, platform, and they say, "Oh, like you should do some music." For sure. They start doing music. Like, oh, shoot, you should start acting. They start acting. Oh, you should sell makeup. You sell makeup. Oh, you but, should sell. Okay, let's let's look at Cardi. See, let's artists, look at Cardi. Cardi's a great fucking example of this. Mm-hmm. Cardi was a social media personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that, you know, women were starting to rap that had followings. Mm-hmm. Cardi put in her fucking early thousand hours with the mixtape shit. Caught it. Caught one with Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. Put out an album that has stuck around for fucking years. She stayed super relevant with features with music. She's, of course, it helps when your husband is one of the biggest artists in the world as well. But she has stayed so relevant in music that has leveraged her to this business world that she is in and dominating respectfully in her right right now. Rihanna put out fucking how many albums before getting a Fenty deal? Mm-hmm. Like they were fixtures in music for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Not to say you can't just get a single and then start a business, but if you're using music as a way to get into business, look at the people that have been successful in business. They've stayed in music long enough to get the leverage and the following to matter in business. But Cardi was different because people fell in love with her first, her personality. Sure. Uh, people, people loved her. She was the underdog. People were rooting for her. But that music, her. that music hit. Oh no, the that music, music the fucking music hit. hit. The music, and that's a, but that's the thing. Like she built a legit. You know, people were rooting for her. People wanted to see Cardi sure. win. Like her story was super relatable to a lot of women and her personality, people just loved. She was herself. She didn't have no filter. She didn't care. She knew she was ratchet. She embraced yeah. it and all of that. People loved that. And then it was like, okay, then she came with the music. And people was like, oh shit, the music is good. Like she sounds great. Mm-hmm. And that's what did it because we've yeah. seen thousands. And that's why I have to give Cardi so much credit. And you could say Atlantic helped a lot, all that bullshit. I don't care. We've seen 10,000 well, chicks. Help. Of course they did. Yeah. They've seen 10,000 chicks on IG have a crazy personality that was relatable. It was a chick around the block. They mm-hmm. were funny. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, most people deemed attractive. Mm-hmm. Then they tried to rap too, or they tried to do another business, and it all fucking flopped. Mm-hmm. That's the same way I give Kim Kardashian credit. Because you know how many fucking women moved to LA and were just like, hey, I'm pretty, and mm-hmm. did nothing with it? Yeah. So looking at that, we see what made Cardi stick around. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of women that are funny and attractive and relatable on the internet. But what stuck was that fucking music. Mm-hmm. And that's what got her to that place. Well, that's that Bronx hustle too, though. Bronx stripper hustle. Big it's a Bronx. different... Big Bronx hustle. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I feel like music still is the number one thing if you're coming into the music business. The music has to business. be good. The music has to be strong. Yes. I agree. You have to be around for a minute too. Yeah. Like, and, and a minute these days could be two albums. That's a while yeah. right now. I just I can't think of one artist that we could tell was like, oh, you just came in here, caught a quick lick single that was on socials that turned into a big record, and now is some crazy business mogul that has nothing to do with music. Soldier Boy. Oh. Soldier Boy has been around. Well, Soldier Boy has been around for and delivered delivered music wise for years. Don't act like Kiss Me Through the Phone wasn't a hit and wasn't Bob. 10 years into his career. Bob. 
How long ago was that? Because that I was, was before FaceTime, right? Oh, when FaceTime yeah. first came I know, out? No, I had Ben said that, that Soulja Boy invented FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Kiss Me Through the Phone was 2008. 2008. Jesus Christ. But he, what I'm saying is ago. by Kiss Me Through the Phone, I think Soulja Boy already was like a business mogul. He already had businesses and stuff. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. No, no. Like he, had, he, he continued to make music while being a business mogul. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, absolutely. I'm just saying Soulja Boy, yes, he leveraged his music well and stayed relevant in music. Soldier Boy kept one, even if he wasn't doing albums all the time and was focused on other business shit that we weren't aware of at the time. Mm-hmm. He kept one. And what we were aware of at the time was the music. Mm-hmm. And that's what allowed him to leverage his community and fan base into these business ventures because they were there and gave a fuck because he had been around for a minute. He had shown and proved and we knew we can be a fan of this person because they're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just catch a single, catch one single and then try to go to a legitimate business or start a legitimate business just based off of, hey, I think I just have a single for mm-hmm. a second. These people are not going to give a fuck right? until sure. you show and prove and we get to fucking know you. You guys know best. So, you know, the world's, the words, there is still a realm of the one hit wonder, right? Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys say in terms of social media, do those last longer or, or shorter time? One hit wonders? Yeah. It's shorter now. You Much think so? Shorter? Yeah, because music comes out every week now. Like literally, like there's there's a bunch of music that comes out every week. Like things get, you have artists, you have artists that are like legit, like iconic artists that will put an album out this week and in five weeks, nobody's talking about the album. And it'll be a good project, but so much album has come out, so much music has come out, come out in those five weeks after where it's kind of like, you know, we don't really care about it until we get a tour from that artist for that album or we get like a documentary around that album on Netflix or something or you know what I'm saying it's like you don't really talk about it no more and now everybody is what I call a, their own DJ like an album comes out you take what you like off that album make your own playlist you don't even need you don't care the radio doesn't even have impact like that no more because you don't even care about the radio you get into your car you connect to your Bluetooth or you plug your aux in play your own music I think you'll have a little more spotlight as a one hit one than now not to say a spotlight with value who was the last one-hit wonder? I use an exa- a weird example because he's not a one-hit wonder. But there was a chance at the time that he could have been. I know you're going to go with this. Lil Nas X yeah. was a, just a social media guy that yeah. admitted he just tried some shit and it fucking worked. Loved it. And for a very long time, Lil Nas X had one song. Mm-hmm. For a very long time. And that shit lasted really fucking long. And he stayed relevant in that regard. He ended up not being one. But there could have been a chance that that was a one hit wonder for Lil Nas X. And that was because he had that, he sense. just did that song for like a year and a half. Well, that song was He so just happens to be really huge. good at social media. Well, yeah, that too. But that song was so huge. It's like, the label almost forces you, they put the writers in, lock you in a room, like, we, we're, we're getting an album tomorrow. More or less, yes. Yeah, we're I mean, get these writers that, in here. you could say happened when Bodak Yellow hit Atlantic, was like, all right, whoa, whoa, whoa let's get all our resources. Ab- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, speaking of uh, music and uh one hit wonders. I don't know if any of these people are one hit wonders, but there's a lot of music. Rihanna admits she she has Rihanna's kept. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. Rihanna admits she kept ASAP Rocky in the friend zone for a long time. We knew that. Uh, Rihanna sat down for a rare interview with Vogue in which she divulged intimate details about her pregnancy and relationship with ASAP Rocky. The couple announced they were expecting their first child together in January, but the Barbadian singer and ASAP Mob rapper were friends for a long time before they took their friendship 
to the next level. As Rihanna explained, it was an uphill battle for Rocky to become her romantic partner. That's right, Rocky, like Harlem's do it. You stick together and you stick to it. Uh, uh, uh. People don't... This is your... Did I say the last day was your last day? <laughs> People don't get out of the friend zone very easily with me, she said. And I certainly took a while to get over how much I know him and how much he knows me because we also know how much trouble we can land each other in. Lord. So I, I read that we line. We in relationships like that. Was, all right. Was she saying like, all right, if we get romantic, if we stay friends, it's rare that this is going to, our friendship is going to end. We'll probably always be cool forever. Mm -hmm. But if we get is in a relationship. to be cool? Just if, be cool. if we get in a relationship and some shit goes left, this could get fucking messy. Yeah. Is that what she meant? Because that's yeah. how I interpreted it. Rihanna would, listen, man, and I love Rih, but all she was doing was she knew when she wanted to, she, she liked Rocky and she was like, yo, but not right now. Like we can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing my thing. She, Rihanna's Rihanna. When you a billionaire, you beautiful and- I don't think that was it. You got you got a bunch of boy toys everywhere. You play with them, you put them back when you feel like it. Like <laughs> nobody can't call you a hoe because you're not fucking none of these niggas for their money. You got your own bag. Mm. It's kind of like yo, get out of here. Like I had fun with you. We took a trip for a month. We we dated for two months. Now it's like get out of here. I don't know you yeah. anymore. And she always felt like she probably had a super soft spot for Rocky and was like, nah, he'll be the one that'll break my heart. This so guy's I'm been. Not... I, I thought they dated before that though. They right? did. They did. Yeah, that's they, what I thought. They dated, yeah. So and then friend, they, he got friend zone after the date. Yeah, because it was kind of like, nah, you know, you know, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that Harlem. You know, he probably, you know, you know, Rocky. He probably was showing her a different. Not only that, he was Rocky was keeping it probably super, like, authentic with her, like yeah, doing yeah. shit, like not the rich shit. Like, yeah, we know you got money and all that, but like, real cultural. Let's shit. have real fun. Let's yeah. do real shit. And once you tap into that part of a woman's psyche it's, and it's mental, different. Yeah. it's different. And she probably knew, like, yo, I'm not ready for that right now. Like, mm. nah. But, you know, years later, you know, maybe, like so she said, uphill battle, like, fight for it. If you really love me and you really want to be with me, show me. Mm. So I just, I got to salute Rocky for that because he wasn't fumbling that. No, sir. It gave me, Ma, and I know you, you definitely been through this for Rory, probably you too. When you know somebody and it's like, y'all have like that chemistry and it's like, bro, this can go left. Like we ain't even gonna do this because we know that this can not go. that it can yeah. go left. This you know what can it means? It's it, too much passion. Not like, that so it could it, go left. So but, it'll it'll start in fire and it'll end in fire. No, like, but it's not that kind of thing. I've never felt that with a girl that I had that type of chemistry with. But I always had the I'm scared to fuck this up. Like because it now because I'd rather like I, I said this before. I I don't want to lose you as a friend. Like because we'll be super cool, have this chemistry, and we start really dating, and I do some shit to fuck it up, and now you're not my friend. I'm going to be like, nah, see, it wasn't even worth it because so, we were super cool. Yeah, we know we both like each other. We both attracted to each other. We flirt, whatever, yeah. whatever. You might let me suck a titty every now and then. You yeah. know how this shit go. Like, you know, yes. we, we cuddle at the house. You let me play with the pussy a little bit. <laughs> but you, we never really go all the way. You like, yeah, yo, yeah. nah, I'm not fucking We, we know what time it is. But yeah, but you know I could come to your house. I could spend a night. I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we do all those type of things, but... I know that once you disappear and I don't see you for a couple months, yeah, you dating. You have you know, you out with other guys doing what you do. Like, but I'm always gonna be it's, the guy that you come back to. It's risky, but that is the better long run game because you know where you're at in your life for the most yeah. part. If if you are in the right space to fully commit to a relationship, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, if I'm not, do I take this fucking risk and just do it and then 
be who I know I am right now, and then mm-hmm. she's gonna end up resenting me forever, and there would really be no future. Yeah, that's true. Or just, like, you know, play this out and hope she don't meet somebody that she really loves. Yeah, like you always. <laughs> that's gotta... that's the scary part of that game. Yeah, there is a, a very high high chance that, that she will meet somebody, meet somebody and like really fall in love, and, and then yeah, it's a dub. It, it, it happens, but you know, it just it always goes back to if it's for me, it's for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I think that's what Rihanna and Rocky. You know, ultimately that's what their relationship is. It just they were just meant to be together and meant to you know have a family together. Like it just is what it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying. But I thought that that was funny that she she admitted to having him in the friend zone. Rocky fought though. He fought I, his I way out that it, motherfucker. He, I, fought, he fought his way out that friend zone though. I respect it. No, I definitely respect it. Uh, Ice Cube is back. We spoke about him last episode. Oh uh, Reboot of Black and White. No, he, uh, Ice Cube said, uh, Ice Cube wanted to buck black people dying in the first 15 minutes trend of movies. Like he said, he wanted to get rid of that. So mm-hmm. it was 25, it was the 25 year anniversary of the movie Anaconda with Ice Cube <laughs> oh. and J-Lo last week. And, um, <laughs> Ice Cube said, when they asked me to do Anaconda, I said, I'd do it only if my character lived and helped kill the snake. Before then, most black people in these type of movies are dead within the first 15 minutes. And just open open the door for Samuel L. Jackson to get on that plane with the snakes. Listen, man, you know, we laugh at Ice Cube and, you know, we love him, but we laugh at him too. But that's dope, though. I think yeah. that if he did do that and was like, yo, listen, nah, man, let's kill that, you know, all these horror movies with animals and mm. things killing you, jumping out the bushes. The black guy always dies soon. I want to be the one at the end that's that victorious too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, let me be the one. So I do like... The fact that Ice Cube, if that is indeed true, I oh, mean, he I, said it. I promise you that original script had Cube dying. Oh, he was out. First. Of it. He was out. The did he even man? get off? Did he even get off the plane? He got off the boat. <laughs> yeah, when they was in the, in the swamps, he in in. I think that was in Brazil. I forgot. I, I think it was in so Brazil. Long. But um, I'm saying the original script. He was dead. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah. I'm we, he was the cameraman. Uh, yeah, for the documentary for them looking for the snake. You exactly. know he dies. Of like, course, come on, man. But um, I thought that that was dope that uh, he stood up and was like, nah, man, fuck that. We're not doing that. I'm not doing it. If y'all want me, mm. give me a longer fucking script in this movie. So I like that. Um, and more money, period. Yeah, and more money. Basically, that's all what that shit boils down to. Y'all know that L. Cool J was also another actor that made it through another horror movie. Kind of thing. Yeah, Deep, oh, yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Right? Deep Blue Sea. Was that it? That's the name of the movie? I, no, think, I think that one, funny enough, is the one that Samuel L. Jackson died. Nah, in. Deep Blue Sea nah, it, was one of... I, I used to watch that every time. Nah, that was... That was El Cucha. He was the chef on the boat, right? Yeah, he was the chef up north. He would have got left up north. Oh, sorry, that one too. Oh, okay. But he knew the are... shark up north. Yo. <laughs> anyway, I'm all right. Yo. Yo, man, I can't do this with y'all this I week, I hate this man. job. <laughs> LL has been in some sick <laughs> movies, man. LL Cool J? Yeah. Deliver Us from Eva is such a good movie. It's so underrated. Deliver Us from you Eva. Would, was you that would, with uh, Gabrielle? Yes. That was with Gabrielle? Yes. That movie was kind of... What was he? Was he like a mail truck driver or something? He was a... Uh, I think he was a chef too, catering, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was a chef. Does LL give chef vibes? Yeah, like what's yes. up with LL? Yes. Oh, I know why. Because he don't have no facial hair, no yeah, bald, that's, bald that's, head, so mm. no hair falls into the food. And like those cool chef hats probably <laughs> yeah, work well yeah, on his bald head. Get, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get why they always <laughs> the, the trying apron, to make... The apron, I could get yeah, I, I get why they're trying to always make LL a chef. I get it. I understand. Shout out to LL. He was... I'm trying to think about yeah. other movies. He was in... Oh, so H2O, the the... Mike Myers movie. Michael Myers movie is the Halloween one. 20? Yeah, Halloween 20. I did not see LL in that. In Too Deep. Swans. In Too Deep. You ain't no cop, Jay Reed. Y'all don't even know nothing about God. Kingdom Come. Oh my God, Kingdom Come is one of the funniest fucking Kingdom Come, is that what... Is Chris Rock in it? No. 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 Kingdom Come. Who was in that? Cedric. Uh, uh, Cedric Anthony Anderson. 
Oh, yeah, I remember. Anthony, that movie. remember Jada? Got it. Yep. Wasn't it? Yep. LL Cool J was the first rap superstar. Yeah, it's probably true. A lot of people don't know that. LL Cool J, first rap superstar. Who would you say is the second one? The second rap superstar? Uh, oh, this Run is like... DMC. Was the LL a superstar before Run was, though? LL Cool J was the first artist, the first uh, act signed to Def Jam. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying, I know I know him and Run were signed the first... around the same time. I just I, LL, I don't LL remember was who the first rap superstar. Bro, he was taking his shirt off. Run DMC mm. wasn't doing that. I love well, taking his shirt off. You see, they you kept their hats the, on and still. They took their shoes off. You seen all the videos. You see, you see how he was going crazy in his videos. They oh, just gave sure. us the timeline a couple weeks ago, like how crazy. Listen, he was also going. has one of the most underrated uh, Dirty Mac songs too. Because Hey Lover is a Dirty Mac. Oh, Hey Lover is. Is that an underrated Dirty Not Mac under, song? Underrated, I think that's, but, that makes. Yeah, I think it gets its accolades. Is that what Boys to Men? Yes. yes. Well, that's why because Boys to Men come in Cronin, and you forget about all the salt that this nigga LL was throwing in the verses. And like when Sean Stockman come in with the oohs and the ahs, it's like, oh, this shit got a it was to nasty, it. dirty man. You, know you forget LL was spitting venom at niggas chicks. It's like, yo, fam, that's my girl, nigga. Like, yeah, don't. She's not your lover. <laughs> yeah, like she, that's my lady, nigga. And it was it was nasty, dirty Mac. Like he was like, oh, she he drinks too much. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> don't tell my girl I drink too much. What he said? He works too much. He, said, he, said, he said, tongue in your down with uh, vanilla ice. Don't put the uh before. <laughs> Don't put the um before the vanilla ice. Don't tell the um before the flavor, LL. Don't do that. It's nah, I gotta read just the first. Let, can I just read the first verse, please? Picture this. It was Harlem at the Rutgers. I saw you with your man. Smiling, huh? A coach bag in your hand. I was laying in the coop with my hat turned back. We caught eyes for a moment and that was that. Yo, first of all, don't catch eyes with my bitch. Yo, yeah, catch eyes catch these hands, too. <laughs> yo. It's a whole basketball game going yeah, on. Yeah, like, why like... you ain't looking at what Skip and these niggas is doing? Like, stop looking at my lady, my nigga. Like, Skip got 30 at the <laughs> You should be paying attention to this nigga. Don't look at my girl, nigga. So I skated off as you strolled off, looking at them legs. Goddamn, they look so soft. I got to take you from your man. That's my mission. If his love is real, he got to handle competition. You mm. only knew him five months. Besides, you ain't he drinks too me much five minutes <laughs> and smoke too many blunts. What? That was the lie. While I be working out all day thinking about, about you. You just what? saw a girl. Don't be looking at. Don't be thinking about my girl while you on the incline, my nigga. Like, what's up with this nigga, LL? Yo, yo, yo. Now, now that I think about it, the whole "Hey Lover" verse is just the description of the show, the ultimatum on Netflix right now. Oh my God. See, I gotta watch like, it. First of all, tell first of all, first of all, you ain't know my girl but five fucking minutes. Shut you the, still fu- don't shut know the her. fuck up. You still don't know her. You saw her for five minutes. You don't know her. Listen, Tonguing man. you down with uh, vanilla ice Nah, cream. he said, I see you at the bus stop waiting every day. Your man must think it's safe for you to travel that way. Nah. That's, he, a, that's a dirty line. Yo, he gotta go. That's a dirty ass one. I, it'll work. Why you me. see my girl every day at the bus stop though? Work. Why you? If and you, first of all, you're from Queens. What the fuck you always in Harlem for? Yeah, and it's the express. <laughs> she only got to wait ten minutes like to get to her job. Like I think it's unsafe it, it that you just right creep around building. fucking yeah, Harlem all day. Because if yeah. you're not on the bus, why you see her at the bus stop all day? He being a fucking creep. That's yeah. why you nasty creep just driving nigga. around Harlem following her. You fucking nasty. Yeah. That's why she's not safe. First she got all, people any, like you. Any nigga that can roll a one leg up on their jeans. Yeah, that's, that's rough. You a creep, my nigga. How you get that leg to stay up like that all day? <laughs> Yo, like, how you do that? Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, ca- wanna, a lot hey, of calf raises. Hey, we gotta he be working out thinking about her. Yeah, we got... <laughs> Bad doing, calf raises. Yo, doing calf raises thinking about another man's girl. <laughs> you know how crazy that is? He, he should be locked away. But I want to know how... How you know so much about me too? How you know I drink too much and smoke too many blunts? Yeah, you just saw me walking with my girl for five fucking minutes, and I wasn't smoking or drinking. 
Nah, he asked about you. He asked Don't be asking my girl about me, my nigga. Yeah. Don't ask him nothing. Word she up. She put that oh, feet then, out, then, nigga. Then watch that show on Netflix. The ultimate. Oh, show. I gotta watch it. Asking about my girl. Y'all was definitely in the chat talking about it, so we gotta. We gotta. I came across a TikTok, um, well, from I guess one of the main girls, and like her, she put up like a collage of her and the dude she used to be with, but I guess that's not the dude she ended up with. Mm -hmm. And it said like I went to the comments. I'm like, what is this about? That has to be from a show. And they were like talking about the ultimatum. I'm like, oh, Rory's was talking about this show. I mean, so. have you guys ever been given an ultimatum? Yes. Yes. I'd say Nick Lachey is sick. He's just, a, he's just a sick fuck. This and, is a Nick Lachey and show? His girl. He did Love is Blind, which was super sick. And he double topped the sickness. I don't know how you could take Love <laughs> is Blind down and be like, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> him and his girl, are must, they, they're a perfect match because they're equally fucking sick in the head. So, and they come up with these fucking insane shows. So this is a Nick Lachey show? Yeah, they, him and his wife hosted wow. just like Love is Blind. Wow, okay. Basically what it is is I that love Nick couples Lachey. come yeah, through funny. And uh, one one side of the couple gives the ultimatum, right? Then for I think three weeks, three weeks they yeah. separate, and then they have the chance to be single, meet another person, and then they're stuck with that other person for three more weeks. But the, then, the contestants on the show, not like yeah. they go out and just find somebody. No, you got to take someone else's girl and go live with them for three weeks, and then some other dude that's on the cast lives with your girl for three for three weeks. weeks, and you're watching this go on like you're there while he like some dudes with your chick, though. The fact that there is no fights on that show. Is, wait, wait, is wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So, so you get to take my girl mm. yeah. somewhere? Like, is this like all in the same property? Yeah, they live together in an apartment. Like these, these little oh, fucking apartment. small, small yeah. apartments. Yeah. Okay. And you get to stay in this room with my girl for three weeks. It's it's about the apartments are smaller than this studio. Like for three weeks. For three weeks. Uh huh. That it, you guys are married for three weeks, and I and I and I'm watching all of this. And on top of that, it's like a accelerated relationship. Mm. So like, Shorty will take her new dude to go meet your father in law, yeah, <laughs> and meet the fam. Like I would be sitting there, not only mad at my girl, I'd be mad at like my potential in laws. Like you talking to this muff? Like I drink yeah. beers with you on Sunday yeah. and watch football, Dad. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> doing right now you you're gonna you know, disrespect hey, me like you that know you mad when you call your girl's pop's dad like, like you gonna let him do that yeah. dad like <laughs> that's hilarious. like i bought you that shirt yeah. <laughs> i took you to polo <laughs> yo you don't remember those giants tickets i got you <laughs> 50 yard line it was me not him yo so so you get to live with somebody's girl mm-hmm for three weeks in an apartment, I get to look at everything. Mm. So I can see if y'all kissing. Well, no, it's not like you have camp. Like, you could watch it. Uh, I mean, eventually, you're going to watch the show and see it. Right. But uh, So you don't see it real time? Like, no, but but you guys do activities around each other. And, like, yeah. you meet you meet up. There's fellas night out with the guy that's sleeping with your girl. Right. Like, Potentially. Bro, this sounds just like a recipe for disaster. 100%. 100%. And you're also with a girl at that time, too. And then they all link up and, like, so I could you. be with your girl, you could be with my girl type of thing. Yes, hundred percent. And we don't know what happened until we get together and watch the video. So then, together. after the th after the three weeks, the next step is you have to go back with your significant other and live for three weeks. And you know, night one is all right, man. So what happened? Oh my god! <laughs> what y'all did? What y'all did in this bed? <laughs> Yo, I have to watch. I'm so intrigued. I have to watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it when I get home. Shit, Love Is Blind. I haven't watched season two, but I watched season one. Equally as sick too. What is wrong with? 
Nick, Bro, I, who we thought had to, this would be a good idea to do this? We all thought Jessica Nicholas Simpson Shea. was the problem, but I I think we owe her an apology. <laughs> I understand that she didn't know what tuna was, and like I get, yeah, she thought I get it. it was chicken of the sea. She thought it was chicken, chicken yeah. from the sea, but yeah. you know, Wait, I what? think the real problem was Nick. Yeah, now he's that, a sick fuck. Yeah, we, we owe Jessica Simpson. So we should, who's we sicker? Get the Jessica person who Simpson curates the, the show, show, the people who go on the show, or the people who sit oh the people the, the show. people the people which, which I mean we all sick. Oh, the people bitch. that go on the show are the sickest. First of all, let's just get that out there. I do think the people in Love Is Blind is sicker than these people though that Why? are on the show. Why? Because I can see if by theory the relationships are at a point where it's like I need an ultimatum. Either we're going to get married and move on, or we need to break up. Mm-hmm. So I can see a world where somebody takes a break in that scenario and dates another person. It's in a very sick environment because you're grabbing someone else's girl and living in the same building. But mm-hmm. I can see a world where that exists. Right. Love is blind. You get in a pod and you can't see the person and you date like 20 people. And the only way to get out this fucking pod is to propose and get engaged with the person you can't see. You just been talking to them for a while. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And then you get engaged, and then you get out the pod, and then you're like, hey, each other? and then y'all go on vacation with all the other people that got engaged. But was it ever like, hey, nah, I'm not doing this? It gets there. Okay. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I sometimes the hey ain't, hey, it could be hey, but, fuck. And then like one of the couples in the first season, clearly dude was gay. And then once they got to the resort, <laughs> Shorty was like, I don't think you like women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then all of the audience on social media was like, sis, we was trying to tell you that when he was in the pod. <laughs> we tried to help you avoid all of this, but you didn't listen. Y'all uh, got to watch Ultimatum, though. That yeah. sounds like a show that you just sit back and just laugh at and be like, this is fucking sick. I think I need to revisit to some 98 Degrees records, too. I think we may, there may be some oversights. Yeah, we got to go and dissect <laughs> some of those lyrics. Yeah, what man. did you ask me, Eden? I'm sorry. How, how, are you, how are you responding to an ultimatum? Not only just an ultimatum. Because most of them just did, like, they wanted to get married and their dudes didn't want to get married. But it's on Netflix. So how do I feel about an ultimatum? On Netflix. On Netflix? If a girl was to give me an ultimatum on Netflix? On Netflix. I don't, I mean, ultimatums are... Toxic. They can be. But if you're somebody that's like, because it could be this. You're dating a girl and, you know... She feels like you're not, the relationship isn't progressing. Mm. And she still doesn't understand where y'all stand with each other and things like that. She may give you an ultimatum like, look, what are we doing? Like, because, you know, I feel like we're just wasting each other's time. Like, this relationship isn't growing or going in the spaces I thought it would go to. Like, what are we doing? It's either we're going to be together or I'm we're going to other people. people. Right. But here's the thing. They're fair. Ultimatums are fair. They're just a some, terrible. Some, they're some. just a terrible fucking strategy, because at that point now, to some degree, you are forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do at that time. Now, if they're just a shitty communicator and they're giving you bad signals and saying like, "No, we're gonna get married next year," and it doesn't happen, all that that's different. Mm. But like purely asking someone to do something that they're showing and expressing to you that they're not ready for. Mm-hmm. Telling them to either do it or we're done and they do it is not going to yield a healthy result. Yeah, no. Because now, like, even with, in the beginning of of this show, for the people that, like, didn't get engaged or whatever, some of the ultimatums were like, yo, I don't want to have kids, but my partner wants to have kids. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, they were on, by episode two, like, all right, 
I'll have kids if like that's what you want. And it's like, wait, I don't want the mother of my child to just give in and be like, all right, fine, we'll have a kid. That's not going to be a healthy mother. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, in those cases, that's you're forcing somebody to do something that they clearly don't yeah. want to do or not ready to do. So, you know, those don't work. But, you know, in certain case, certain instances where, like I said, a woman just wants to see progression in your relationship or whatever it is, I can understand that. But I don't do well with ultimatums. Never did. Should no. I assume that you guys have never given ultimatums before? No, I've never given ultimatums. I've never given one. Uh, they've well, been told, given to me for. I told a nigga that owed me money. <laughs> here tomorrow or do it this. Or. That ultimatum was very, very direct. Fam. You like the way you be walking up and down these blocks and it's sunny out and peaceful birds chirping. You like we that? Can change you all like that. your knee? <laughs> <laughs> we can change all. If you ain't got them three G's tomorrow, my man. Three we G's. We gonna change all of that. Something all. tells me you love your knees. Yeah, something tells me you like just being able to I see you to walking walk. a lot. Yeah, you like that, right? Like, fam, don't let niggas have to split your melon open out here, man. Oh, uh, but you guys definitely try to catch up over the weekend. No, I'm definitely watching um, Ultimatum. I'm, I gotta, I gotta I'm almost at the end. I'm almost at the... Uh... I hate when I'm in the group chat and y'all like are all watching something and y'all are like throwing like shit mm. back and forth and I'm just kind of sitting there looking at all y'all like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to impress you. I feel like you didn't haven't really interacted with us in the group, in any of the group chats. I'm in like six with you. And when? like you haven't interacted with us in the group chats lately, as of late. When? I, I interact in the group chats with y'all. Last week. It's been real the, silent. The past week? Past week. Cut it out. You wasn't even... First of all, when you was gone, you wasn't even group chat mommy. Yeah, we, we, we replaced you. We got a whole new group chat mommy in here. You don't even know her name. You don't even know we added her. You ain't see the yeah, ad because yeah, you ain't have Wi-Fi. Can she fight? Huh? Can she fight? I saw her throw hands before. She all right. She legit. Okay. It ain't going to be easy. You're going to have to tussle. You're going to have to get up in her a little bit. Tussle. You ain't going to just... Don't think you're going to just scare her out of her spot. Like, you're going to have to give me get down. You got to get... <laughs> <laughs> I love fucking Tim Harris. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't think we were gonna tell her about that group chat and that girl. Yeah, she'll 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 see her pop up soon. Uh, Yay. (laughs) Any hoot? Don't any hoot us. Who are we gonna have for our next live? Um, The fans were requesting Edit and Carl. Maybe a little sprinkle of peach. That would be interesting. Yeah, I didn't pay for that. Have have Edit have Edit have Edit do a a a Patreon. Heard my guy in there. They ain't pay for that. No, I wasn't like, why would you want that? Like, oh, he's, oh, he's saying I, the fans I, didn't uh, pay for that. I didn't want to say that. I thought he was like, saying, we didn't pay you. You gotta pay. Yeah, oh, no. you, ain't, you ain't pay me to get. <laughs> Yo, if, I, if Edis ever start talking like that, I would be like, yeah, God damn. No, you ain't pay me to bro. tap like, dance on your little live stream. Edis don't even talk like that. You're like, nah, y'all ain't pay me for that. Like, <laughs> like damn. Like, all right, my bad. He'll talk to y'all like that. Fajita Fridays. Fajita Fridays? You wanna do Fajita Fridays? We're not doing it on a Friday. It's gonna be on a Tuesday. We're gonna stay consistent. Fajita. I, I will open Tuesdays. open my house just to observe. Y'all Edin, can be y'all Edin can be on has, camera. Edin has a lot of personality. Though. He does. Like Edin is great. I think that he would do great. You should do it, Edin. You should do the next one. Sure. Yeah, do the next one. Edin, I think I'm gonna do Edin, Carl, and Peach. Oh my god. Oh my god. That that right here. <laughs> that. I, I think might, I need to I be might there subscribe to... just to watch that from I wherever I'm at. I need to see that. That needs to happen at my house so I can monitor what the fuck is going on. I need to be able to somebody has to shut the laptop if need be. Yeah, yeah. At any time. Anytime Peach is around and it's a camera, we have to be very, very cognizant. Like, all right, he might go off the rails any minute. Or we or we could have the whole staff there and like Carl, Carl, Carl could teach dance. I would say he could teach a dance class for the whole crew oh, oh my gosh. god that would be perfect a routine to, a routine uh, and we TikTok it on live Damaris has been trying to get me on TikTok for at least I, no one will give me the password I will I want a TikTok yeah, alright so alright we could do that we could do Carl to teach us a routine and we gotta do it 
Oh my god, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Listen, I'm I'll not, cook. I'm You're telling you right too. now what I'm not doing. Putting this on my rider. I'm not dropping. What is the Beyonce shit drop? Rider, nigga. Uh, the drop challenge. <laughs> I'm not doing the drop challenge. Okay. Uh, I'm not twerking. Uh, I've never seen Carl twerk. I don't uh, think that's in his routines. He got a little hip. You know. Anyways, um, uh, is there any more okay, quick quick you, hit? What's <laughs> any more gossipy shit we got to hit? Uh, no, not at all. Actually, what do yeah. you guys have coming up for the weekend? What do you plan on doing? I don't know, but I'm gonna be playing this ESTG and this 42 Doug album all fucking weekend. Nice. Oh, it's lit! I haven't heard it yet. Last one's left. ESTG 42 Doug. Um, listen, man, I just I don't I don't I don't go out as much as I used to. I don't do the strip clubs. I don't do the the clubs like that. But I know they shaking ass. Really, forty two dog and ESTG. I know they are because it's just that energy. They got are they that shaking energy. ass, but like with the guns pointed because that's my oh it's favorite nothing kind of but music. gunplay. Oh, ESTG and forty two Doug shoot the shit out. You don't get it to because forty two Doug got a bar in there. He was like, yeah, bitches get it too. Like, yeah, we shoot, we shoot bitches. I said, whoa, I'm a tax pay- <laughs> tax paying citizen, sir. I can't like. <laughs> But I know what that energy is. It's letting you know, like, you know, don't get it twisted, nigga. I mean, I've seen a lot of strippers with keloids in their legs, and I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. But I just love the fact that they, uh, they, their energy. I like, I like that energy. I don't. The content is kind of like, I'm, I'm in a whole d- another level now. I don't really just hope it's entertainment purposes. I just, yeah, just let it be entertainment purposes. Bless but me. they, the, the, the shit Bless. that they saying, them numbers is legit. I, <laughs> they dropping numbers. I'm like, oh, these boys are still out there. <laughs> So <laughs> they still, he's not lying. Yeah, he's not. I you just got, I you just have to check, do that to know that. I just checked last week. Them numbers is legit. Like, <laughs> I know what the, it's no, going the numbers for. checked out. Oh my god, forty two was getting off. I said, oh, that nigga's still out there. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to forty two Doug and ESTG man. Did last you guys ones left. Review uh, Fabio's Bible album. I was out, and when I was out, I absolutely did not listen to y'all. So. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, good. Shout out to Bible sure. Fabio. What sounded good in Jamaica project? from the last stuff that came out you said what what sounded good in jamaica from all the albums that came out because last friday there was a lot and you you was you was overseas you was not in bobby i was out shut up at him um nah i was i was you know in the strip club they were playing stuff but i wasn't i bet that 42 doug and estg was banging i know it was nah they shaking ass to that album trust me when we gonna go to the strip club so we can hear it we gotta go to a real strip club not the white strip clubs where we be at Rory be at White Strip Club? I'll be at White Strip Club. Sapphires? Sapphires isn't white, is on it? On a Sunday night, that is, I'm the only white person in there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he does. That's he a gentleman's club. Rory Sunday. don't go to gentlemen's clubs. Rory look like, and now, coming to the stage, yeah, Diamond. Course, man. Yeah. <laughs> diamond to the middle stage, sure. please. Diamond. And I get up when Diamond, when it's Diamond's turn. <laughs> you be like, oh yes. <laughs> you stand, you be standing in front of the stage. She went live about her schedule. <laughs> oh, I like a chick that's on time. Rory walked through with a drink like, excuse me, excuse me, Diamond on stage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, D, yeah. D, it's me. Excuse Diamond me. is me. He goes get a front, front seat. Excuse me, excuse me. Diamonds on stage. Reserved, right reserved. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, a reserved. I haven't been a starlet in, in a minute. Disgusting. I haven't been a starlet. I haven't been a starlet in a really long I time. I need a good starlet night. A good. Yeah, but the strippers don't be. It be the bartenders is pretty now. Oh, yeah, I'm course. not throwing money at bartenders, bro. I just can't. No disrespect. I, I know a few bartenders. I love y'all. I love I y'all hustle. I used to be a bartender, I, so don't be disrespectful. No, I love, listen, I, I respect the hustle. That's one thing I'm never going to do is disrespect hustle. But I just can't, like, I grew up, I came up in Sin City, like, for real. Like, you know, when Sin City was Sin City, you could smack ass for $5. I come from that cloth. Like, yeah. nigga, you take, show it's your titty. Cloth. You want this five? Show your titty. Where I the, come from that. Where the stage wasn't 
behind the bar. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you could be right up on it. Like, yo, pull up to the side. Let me see. Security can't see nothing. You know you can't really get topless in New York. They're like, nah, security. Like, your security ain't even looking. Probably you see your titties. You get it in. Never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but I just can't do the uh, the bartender thing. Like, I can't, you know, I say what's up. I throw a couple singles on the bartenders. But I, I need the strippers to be pretty again and be sexy and dance. And you can tell when a stripper's always there to just pay, like, rent. Like, her attitude, her energy the is different. The New York strippers, they just vary. They do that one little leg move. Yeah, it's like, I understand, Shorty, it's hard. I know it's hard out here. I know rent due and bills, kids and all that. <clears> I understand. <throat> but you got to look enthusiastic yeah. when you come to work now. Yeah, I hate I hate when strippers act like like entitled 20-year-olds that work at Starbucks. Yeah. Like, they treat you like shit. When it, or it's like, dog, I didn't give you this job. Yeah. Like, at <laughs> least at least treat it with some respect. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I can't... I just can't subscribe to that culture. That's why I still love going to strip clubs in the South, things yeah. like that, because it's still, you know, like you see the prettiest girl in, in the whole fucking county. As soon as she walk in the strip club, she just, she make it wink for you. Like, and how did, how did that, <laughs> how did like, that switch? It's like, oh, yes, this is the energy I wanted. How did Yo. it switch from, like, the art of stripping outside of the dance shit was making you feel like she likes you? The like, that was, that was a big yeah, part of strippers. Fantasy. Like, it has to feel like she actually likes me type shit. Now it's like, I feel insecure. Like I wonder, like does she hate me? <laughs> it's because yeah, wondering if the stripper hates you. It's like it's, it's not because before. It was like I wonder changed. if she likes me for me. Does she really like me? Or is this, nah. It's a game, and it always is. But yeah. that's the fun in the strip yeah. club of like you, you know she they has don't that like per- you. Of course not. Yeah. But she has that personality that's warm, and it's like oh, lie she's to cool. me, lie to me. Exactly. Now it's like they're upfront yeah. about it. Like, like I yo, feel like listen. I did something to her. Yo, give me your money. I'm like, well, bitch, at least pull a grip out on me. Like, you ain't gonna just get this thousand dollars out my head. You gotta rob me. Like, men went, <laughs> men used to go to the strip club to feel wanted, right? Now I go there and feel insecure. Like, wow, no, none of these girls like me. <laughs> <laughs> they won't even look at yeah, me. What the fuck? <laughs> Not even. What part of the game? I this, can't pay the y'all point to of look this place me? is to boost my ego. What the fuck? I can't now I feel worse. Women won't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen, the strip club has men going, man, I got to go back home to my wife. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Like, I'm going home. Fuck it. These, these women are brutal in here. Yeah, we need to bring back pretty, pretty strippers in New York City, though, man. You might find one or two here and there, but yeah. it was a time where, oh, my God. I just remember walking in strip clubs and every girl was pretty. Every dancer was pretty. Mm. Now it's like it's... Two and a possible. It's like a bad spades hand. Because why do I gotta why go into the strip club when I can just go on Instagram when I'm pretty and post pretty pictures and sell pretty pussy in my DMs? Like it's so much less work. I can do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they got rid of. They got rid of. It's no more. It's Stri- direct. Was the yeah, middleman? It was the consumer. It was direct to consumer because it's like I got the money. Yeah, just come over here and sit directly. Right. Nah, in, in it wasn't direct to consumer because they have to pay fees. Yeah, a little hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. You know, strip club was distribution. Now yeah. it's taxes, <laughs> some kind of tax. Now they sell pussy off the iPhone. Yeah, remember how Jeezy was selling dope shit off the iPhone? We sell that clip right off the iPhone now. Which, in retrospect, with data overages and everything. Bad idea. All right, so uh, the battle was out. Did the battle? We kind of shook up the uh. Culture. The, the culture. The culture. The culture remained unshook. Yeah, no. Nah, culture is stable right <laughs> Steadfast. now. Steadfast. Uh, we had our battle, Drake versus Wayne, mm-hmm. on our, our Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon if you haven't already. We have a lot of different ways we're going to make fun of ourselves and absolutely fucking just get rid of all stereotypes that they have about us. For sure. Wait for our Tinder. Yeah. Tinder piece. But uh, um, we dropped the Drake versus Wayne. We had our little battle. Uh, the people seem to love it. Yeah, I have to I have to go through the comments to get some more scores, but uh, 
you know, I, I felt I, I started out strong. You did. I got a little rattled uh, around the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, bro. This is what it is. Drake is the biggest artist of his generation. It's hard for anybody to put their catalog in front of Drake's. But we had fun with it because it was an internal conversation. We go back and forth about it all the time. Who's the better rapper between Drake and Wayne? So we decided to finally just do it for the public. Let yeah. them decide. And it all comes down to who picked the better records. And I and think we, sh- we should do more of this because all the matchups <clears throat> that we know we're never going to fucking see. Like, yeah. as a Patreon community, we could just get in there and, and have do fun. them shits and do it in a funny way, not mm-hmm. the hook up to IG Live. Like, let's no, no, make no, it a piece. No. Let's make the shit fun. This is, this is all about fun. It's all about, you know, just laughing at each other because mm. what can we argue? These are arguably two of the greatest artists ever. So, yeah, who really gives a shit? At the end of the day, they're great. And I think even on uh, some of like the Smaller acts, we could do that type of stuff on live, mm-hmm. regard instead of doing like the full piece shit. But I had fun doing that shit, man. That, that I have fun. an idea. I don't want to speak about it, but I have an idea where we can do something else like that, but not with those artists. <clears throat> I think we can do something else really cool and really fun. Huh? Um, but yeah, man, subscribe to the Patreon, uh, subscribe to our YouTube, uh, subscribe to our Instagram, Twitter, All TikTok coming because Damaris is not going to let us not shake ass on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, man, if there's anything else, now we good. Maul, you never gave me feedback on my TikTok that I sent you, Rory. You did a TikTok? Yes, oh, I did brother. a TikTok. Did we talk about that on the live? Or we did we talk, talk about we, that off, off mic? I think we might have been off mic. You I texted to me in the group chat? Yeah, yeah you don't listen. I, Demaris, don't even look. I sent it like months ago. Oh my God. That Demaris was shit after our Alaba interview. She made a TikTok of being a, a podcast producer like a day in the life. Because I guess that type oh, of shit like works out that, on TikTok, yeah. right? Not to say Damaris isn't professional. I just feel like she left a lot out of her day. (laughs) She looked like the most corporate, responsible human being. You was not on there trying to. I was like, "Where's where you fell asleep in the hookah spot? Where's yeah, like that that was a different day. Nah, it was it was a day though. It was a day. It was a different day, but it was a day in the life. It was when you was producing. Yeah, it was a day in the life of you being a producer. I'm actually gonna have Ed and link it in so that the fans know what we're talking about. And Maul, I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. I would love to see it. Um, but super professional. Waking up when the sun rises, all the way, uh, taking it down meditating. at 9 p.m. If you was on there meditating in the morning. Listen. She was handwriting notes. She had a healthy oh, breakfast. See, this is what I'm saying. This, <laughs> this, 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 that was my day. Like, how are y'all going to tell me how my day went? That was the day of our Saba interview, and I recorded it from the beginning she to might the have, end. She, she might have put her ironing a blazer right. on there. I was not. You oh, you know, the hotel. Okay, so she caught the sunset or the sunrise. All that. At the Mondrian. Yeah, yeah. That's the one from here. Yeah, do one, do one from here, from New York, when you be coming in here cursing at us and shit like that. <laughs> why you don't why, why you post that? Like, it was to the point towards the end of the night, she's like, then I called my parents, I donated to a charity. You like, adopted a kid in Cambodia. <laughs> yeah, it was like so <laughs> extra. I was like, I, th- I was like, wait, hold on. Such where, a full, productive day. Where is twerking at Highland? <laughs> yeah, like, why wasn't none of that on there? That's the D I love. When you start throwing ass, I'm like, look at D. Well, I have to be very careful what I put in stuff like that because I can't out you guys in what you're doing. What do you mean? I you be doing, we don't be doing we nothing. We don't be doing shit. You what? took a vacation. Yeah. Rory and oh, I haven't been on vacation in years. Your like, TikTok was accurate to what Mo and I do. We go and pie and we come back to our hotel room. Yeah. Like like wholesome men, um, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He wasn't sure of our pronouns, don't so he got nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to identify yeah. him as the wrong thing. Yeah. You know he identifies like, as a woman. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. like responsible young days. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, we are they. So I, I identify as a they from now on. When they say they hating, it might be me. Uh, 
Well, you can watch that off camera. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna watch it off camera. Everybody, off camera. um, thank you so much for coming Listen, out. Listen, man, thank y'all for listening this week. We is, love is y'all. Is Khaled transphobic? He always saying bad shit about they. Khaled, he might be. He's always saying all the bad things in the world is because of they. <laughs> but is he is he lying? They don't want anything for us. They don't. Khaled, hey, Khaled might be we transphobic. Say, we didn't even say congrats to Khaled on the oh, stars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats, congrats, man. Hollywood Walk of Fame. He <laughs> has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Shout out to DJ Khaled, man. Like, well deserved. Well deserved, man. He he's he's somebody who's literally come up from, you know, the ground floor in this industry to where he is today. Inspirational, motivational. Um, and he's always super positive. Never has, I don't know if Khaled has ever spoken bad about anybody. Just Tyler. Just Tyler. Yeah. He, hated, he, he hated Tyler. He didn't think that he, he had a, He had one moment of weakness. It's okay. Yeah. I have plenty. Yeah. No, that just, you know just what? Said, that just let me know that Khaled is human. That I liked the, it. Yeah, that was the one where it was like, all right, enough of this <laughs> nice guy shit. He's yeah. fucking trash. Like, <laughs> hate that weirdo shit. I ain't hear that shit nowhere. Oh, finally, a human. I love Khaled for that. I love Khaled for that. That's, that was a human moment. I love Khaled for that. But shout out to DJ Khaled, Hollywood Walk of Fame, getting his star. That was super dope. Shout out to uh, Hove and Diddy and Fat Joe for being there. Yeah, um, I love, I love that Fat Joe was there. Yeah, that was dope, man. Uh, So yeah, man, another week in the can. My brother Rory, Uh, good to see you as always. Ed and Damaris, thank you. Uh, We'll be back next week. Y'all be safe. Have a blessed weekend. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No, 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 no